Transformers fans, transform and roll out to BotCon, Hasbro's International Transformers Toy Show and Brand Expo this weekend at the Dallas Hyatt Regency, April 28th and 29th. Bring the whole family for hours of Transformers fun. Visit online, BotCon.com. That's BotCon.com. Welcome to episode 72 of Open Your Toys Cast. This is the official BotCon 2012 episode. And I am Slick McFavorite. I am Tyler Drummond. And I'm Optimus Andy. That's right. We are recording live from Dallas, Texas. Uh, it is very late on Sunday night, so you can expect a fabulous episode from us. Uh this is the podcast dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s and all time. And those are Tylertron. Give me one. G.I. Joe. Star Wars. Transformers. And Masters of the Universe. All right. I didn't think Tylertron would get Masters of the Universe. I'm glad you did it. <laughs> hey, He-Man is the man. <laughs> so, but this time as always during our botcon episodes we are talking about one thing and one thing only and that's motherfucking transformers woot a woot (laughs) (laughs) so just to get this out of the way up front if you want to leave comments on our blog you can visit us at www.openyourtoys.com you can email me at slick at openyourtoys.com do you have a public email address, or why don't you throw out uh, if you're on Twitter or Facebook, or if you if you don't want people to contact you, just say no. <laughs> Piss off, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can follow me at Optimus Andy on Twitter. I have a Facebook, but uh, you don't want strange people. I'm not you. sure I want awkwardly strange conversations with people i don't know <laughs> we we've we've got a a pretty sketchy audience so yeah. that might be a good idea but you know Shady. if you do want to contact me i've got an email address tyler Seifred at mac.com but nice. you can cut that out yeah you can so everybody go to uh uh, uh spam banks and put that in let's let's get tyler a bunch a bunch of spam going. Give him yeah, some of that can, can. goodness. <laughs> so, uh, for me, you can uh, follow me on Twitter at Slick McFavorite, or you can be my friend on Facebook at facebook.com slash open your toys. You can like our show at facebook.com slash open your toys cast and then the way we want to hear from you we want to hear from you badly at our voicemail at 720-235-TOYS that's 720-235-TOYS no you have to read the numbers the second time Man, I can't remember the numbers. What's your problem? <laughs> yeah, we're artists. <laughs> <laughs> That's 720-235-8697. All right. And we've been drinking all weekend, so I'm actually, I'm probably the most sober I've been all weekend right now. But that's... <laughs> And we're proud of him. <laughs> yeah, he's done well. <laughs> so we're going to, but we are drinking beer. So, uh, Tyler Tron, what are you drinking tonight? I am enjoying some Bud Light Platinum as much as you could say I'm enjoying it. Um, <laughs> it's a little bland, but it'll do. It's a Optim- nice blue bottle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is indeed blue. <laughs> Optimus Andy. I am drinking some uh, Texas beer, some uh, Shiner, Ruby Red Bird, 
Um, I'm going to give a description since Miss McFavor couldn't be here this evening. I feel like I should fill in. Um, this says, serve ice cold on hot days. This crisp, refreshing summer seasonal is brewed with Texas Ruby Red Grapefruit Juice, the signature citrus of the Rio Grande Valley. Tartness from the grapefruit juice and a delightful kick from ginger combine for a taste that's perfect for hot summer days. Its deep gold color and full body come from pure Munich malt and Mount Hood Citra and Cascade hops balance the flavor well. Jesus Christ, that's mm. a little wordy there. Tart and full body. I think body. it just means it's fucking good. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was interesting. Uh, I'm not a huge ginger fan, and it's definitely ginger. Less grapefruit, but it's got a little grapefruit tang, a lot of ginger. It was a perfect morning beer for me for, <laughs> you <laughs> for drunk the entire bastard. show. <laughs> so... <laughs> And let's see, I am drinking a local brew, of course. I can't go out of state and not drink a local brew. This is from Blanco, Texas. It's from the Real Ale Brewing Company. This is Brew House Brown Ale. Rich, malty, and dry, full-bodied American brown ale. Let's see here. Nope, that's the same thing. No, it's also that's... known to give you the American brown schlitz. Oh, okay, here we go. We do have... <laughs> well, this isn't classy at all. It doesn't have a description. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, this isn't classy at all. It doesn't even have a description. No, we still heard it that last time. Oh, good. <laughs> Just in case you didn't hear that, don't um, drink it. Derp. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, let's see. Mine actually has another explanation. This looks like it's the real ale description here the texas hill country is home to real ale brewing company where a dedicated team of brewers produce quality handcrafted ale we incorporate the finest malted grain domestic and imported hops and crystal clear water into our unique all-natural recipes for optimum flavor our beers are unpasteurized and unfiltered so remember to keep them cold and drink them soon cheers cheers Cheers. Hey. All right. Um, cool. Well, let's get into the motherfucking fun. So, uh, um, not going off the badge. What's going on? Oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'll keep this nice and handy. I'm about to take a shot off of that shit right there. But uh, so first night, as always, is package pickup. Um, so, oh, and I guess we should say this, this is probably a good, uh, poignant, uh, uh, point to bring up poignant point. Hmm. Uh, this is both of yours, uh, first botcons. Yes. We, uh, we busted our botcon cherries. <laughs> yeah. Brutal. Um, so, uh, first night always is package pickup. So why don't you guys give just a, a, a brief take on uh what you thought about it well it was pretty exciting we got to see quite a few different people as would be expected with going to the first botcon but the lines were long as it was fabled to be but really it wasn't unbearable so that's pretty good so uh how long were you guys in line optimus andy uh you know two two hours something like that but to just get your package. To, to just get the package, yeah. It, yeah. it wasn't terrible. Uh, but, uh, yeah, a lot of, lot of lines standing and wondering what the hell's going on. And 
Luckily, we were there pretty early, so we got a pretty good place in line. Yeah. Yeah, because you guys had the 6 o'clock pickup, right? Did right. both of you right. have yeah. 6 o'clock? Yeah. Okay. So I had the 8 o'clock. Um, so I didn't get into town until about 4.30. I got checked in, and then I headed over there about 7 o'clock. Um, showed up. Uh, they... They said everybody except for C through H could go on in. And I was like, even me, I've got an 8 o'clock. He's like, yeah, go ahead. So as you guys saw, they they divide up the lines in maybe six or seven different groups alphabetically. And so I was Q through S this year, and I don't think that's the way they normally break it up. Three people in line. Man, I, you know, I literally walked into the hotel. They let me in, and there were three people in line for me to pick up my package. So I guess if you have a botcon in a smaller, maybe a midwestern type city or a southwestern type city that's not on the coast, you get in early. Yeah, exactly. Show if your name is Q through S. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Z, so. you're fucked. Yeah. Um, so literally ten minutes in line for botcon. Even my first bot con, my first bot con, I didn't know about the Thursday night pickup. I didn't understand. So, um, so I didn't go in until Friday and I did, uh, what they call late registration. And, uh, that opens up at 9 30. And, and even that time I stood in line longer than I did. And usually there's never a line for that late pickup because wow. everybody wants to go to the panels and stuff. So sure. every, and they want to get into the store, you know? So, so that's just the package pickup though. Then we've got the exclusives. Yes. And that's the line that always sucks. It's a little thick. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And kind of stinky. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Little. people have already been waiting in line for their package. Then you go to a different line to start waiting in line for the store. But uh, um, so, yeah, we were probably there, what, three hours, two yeah. hours maybe for the store three line? Hours, two yeah. hours for the store line for sure. Yeah, so you were so total. You stood in line for about four to five hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, stand in line for one line, stand in line for another. It's kind of worse than going to fucking Disney World. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. These were Transformers. We were really glad you showed up because we needed some conversation <laughs> and uh, need somebody to spice it up a bit. So yeah. Well, that was awesome. It gave us the perfect chance to kind of get to know each other. You know, feel each other out. Uh, it's kind of like a, a Revenge of the Fallen, like where he's like, this is that awkward moment, you know? Yep. I'm unsure of you, you're unsure of me, we're sizing <laughs> yeah. each other up, you know? It was uh, kind of cool. He thought I was big. I said word. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and that's what, again, I preach this over and over again, and I practice this, is that's what lines are for. They're for talking to people around you, getting to know new people, that kind of shit. So, um, um, exclusives turned out to be pretty amazing, and we'll talk about those towards the end of the show. We'll talk about all the toys towards the end of the show, but, uh, um, it was pretty cool. The hotel is gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, amazing, gorgeous. Amazing. Huge. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It has a giant bowl on top of the lights. 
Yeah, does. that was uh, 560 Wolfgang yeah. Puck's restaurant. It's a, That shit's got a revolving bar inside of it. I think there was a sign that said, you know, no BotCon nerds allowed up there. So <laughs> yeah. everybody was kind of like, oh. Yeah, they're like, we'll give you a credit check before we'll allow you up there. Kind <laughs> exactly. of Exactly. So, um, so that's pretty much Thursday. I mean, we were all dead tired yeah. by the time we got out of there. Um, so let's just freaking move right on to Friday. Um, so first up, sorry, and I'm just kind of reading this. So first up was uh, Mystery Science, I guess MSTF stands for Mystery Science Transformer. I guess so. It, it's basically uh, yeah. Mystery Theater 3000 right. style um, walkie from Short Pack, and uh, the comic writers from the club did uh, what do you commentary? Commentary, yeah, yeah. On, on comedic Q1 cartoons, yeah, on on and they picked good episodes to do it on. Of they course. picked some of the more uh, yeah. comedic episodes to little, do it on there. Little Stranger stuff. They actually had some pretty neat uh, breaks in there that uh, mimic the Adult Swim uh, station oh, breaks, which are really was cool. Oh, so funny as shit, yeah, again, because yeah. it was written... Well, I'm sure they prepared the other material as well. I'm sure they didn't do that off the cuff, but right. but the Adult Swim, like... Uh, it, if you don't know what we're talking about, it's kind of hard to describe. Basically, Adult Swim just does a black screen, white lettering, and they just do... Puns and I, I mean, don't know. I say if you're listening to this show, you probably you, smoke you, a lot of pot and you know what Adult Swim is. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, um, so that was very long, which was kind of nice. I got to catch up on my email. I hadn't checked my email for a couple days and shit. Yeah, um, fucking slicks a multitasking motherfucker. Not gonna yeah. lie, I was impressed. Yeah, there was there was one point where, uh, well, to a to a point though, because <laughs> during the during the Hasbro panel, uh, Andy was trying to talk to me. I'm like, Shh, I'm, I'm blogging. Shh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the only. Well, I shouldn't say that was the only time. That was one of the times I was a little bit of a dick. But I kind of bowed just, my head in shame. I just accepted it and moved on. <laughs> it's just one of those things. They just fucking rattle the news off so quickly, and they're like, slide, 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 <laughs> slide. I'm like, they, they said it was going to be fast, but I didn't know it was going to be yeah. that fast. Yeah, it hardly gave you time to even read the damn things even they're up there. Yeah, and and I appreciate that. I appreciate why they do that. They do that so they can have more Q and A. But I would rather hear what they have to say because I don't want to hear. Are we going to see a classics RC? Are we going <laughs> to yeah. see a classic Springer? You what know, happened to Transformers Prime First Edition? Yeah, exactly. yeah. I mean, over and over, you know. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's see here. Next up was the Transformers Fan Film Fest, which is. In my opinion, one of my favorite things at the convention. Yeah, definitely, definitely a highlight of the show. Get a lot of passion and creativity in there. Yeah, yeah it's it's nice to see what the fans can uh, create. You know, yeah, what they what they do because they love the franchise and you know spiced up a bit. Did you have a favorite? Uh, I would have to say my favorite would have to be John Bailey's two videos. Okay. Uh, the John three point Oh yeah, John. 3.0 for those in the know i guess for most people that won't mean anything but uh <laughs> yeah he did a hilarious one uh uh green energon 
which was amazing. <laughs> if you can imagine what Green Energon would be, he uh, totally did a That 70s Show take yeah. on it. So you had, uh, what was it? It was Megatron, Starscream, Soundwave, Sound and who was the fourth? There was a fourth one, and I didn't, can't... Didn't Shockwave tell them they were all idiots or uh, something? Shockwave yeah, was yeah. toward the end, right? Yeah. 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 So uh, so that was hilarious. And mixed into that one was uh, one of the, what is it? Uh, he's Chaos, the uh, that insurance commercial. Hi, I'm oh, Chaos. Yeah. Mayhem. Uh, yeah, yeah, Mayhem. There yeah. you go. Mayhem. The, really yeah, good, too. He did a Mayhem spoof. Uh, and he was Mayhem. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. He looked really good. Yep. Um, so yeah, that was uh, um, the Green Energon was my favorite. And yeah. what was your favorite? Ah uh, man, I got to go with the Green Energon. Definitely nice. was not about green energy. <laughs> 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 and uh, but unfortunately, that didn't win because there was not. And I shouldn't say a baby. Would you? What would you a call toddler. Toddler. A toddler? Toddler. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it got cue points. Yeah, it did. Exactly. Yeah, it, it's it's basically. Do you remember what the title of it was? Ra- starting them young. Starting them young. Starting yeah. them young. Something along those lines. Here. Yeah, and basically what it was was a a, a guy that has taught his, and probably not specifically for this video. He's probably just teaching his kid transformer lore and that kind of stuff. But um, I mean, the kid knew who Bumblebee. I mean, he knew a slew of characters. It's not like he just knew Bumblebee and Optimus or Optimus. anything. Yeah. Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime. Optimus. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it. I I would say it wasn't the best. It just. It, it spoke to it, the most people. It pulled the little heartstrings. Yeah, especially with the That's disclaimer at the end that said, "Hey, if I win, I will spoil my child." Yeah, exactly. So, um, so that was pretty much the fan film fest. Uh, and I know I've talked about this before, but just so you kind of get an uh, overall feeling for it, what they do is they play anywhere from about eight to twelve videos, depending on how long they are, how many entries they get. Uh, you watch all of them at the end they just do by applause and and now what's nice is there's actually like uh do you know what that's called what the it's an applause-o-meter. Yeah, an applause-o-meter. Well, but I that's just made that I up. think there's a tech... Yeah. Yeah, there's probably a technical name for it, but it's too late and I'm too drunk to care. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, applause-o-meter is a good way to describe <laughs> it on phones. So, in the past, people have complained like, no, the other people were louder. And I still think that he only won because there was like a quick burst Yep. So I think they were yeah. just like gauging what the highest level hit because the green energon got a longer sustained clap. Yeah, it was definitely yeah. longer. But Maybe that's what they should do is actually grade it on duration of applause. Yeah, just yeah. say that, don't stop clapping. Until, yeah. Just one guy in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, slow clapper. <laughs> <laughs> I win this clapping competition. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so at the end, they have you clap. They usually narrow it down to two or three if they can't really decide, and then they have you clap again. And so uh, John 3.0, both of his video made it into the top three, and then the one that eventually won. Yeah, but, I mean, they all three were, were very good. 
Very yeah. good fan yeah. films. Yeah. So entertaining. Um, let's see. Okay, so the next panel was the um, and this kind of this kind of pisses me off. I wish this was more of the round. T- I wish they would have done the round table that day. They did the uh, collectors club comic panel. Um, and and the reason why I say I wish they would have done the other one is that f- the Friday morning until two p.m. The only thing to do at the show is the panels. The right. the store isn't open yet. Right. So if you're at the show and you're not a dealer or a participant in the art show or the custom show, the only thing there is for you to do is to go to these panels. So, um, and while I understand they don't want to have a Hasbro panel on Friday because the general, general public, public isn't, isn't there, there and right. that kind of stuff, they could at least do the club panel. That where they talk about the toys and stuff instead of just the comic. I agree. General public is not going to be interested in what the Transformers Club is, yeah, or, or what they're doing. I mean, oh, I never thought about that angle that they're trying to advertise it during a general public day. Guys, I we just had a goddamn revelation. Oh, okay. <laughs> I could, I could understand that that rationalization. Okay. So solving all the world's problems since 2012. <laughs> um, so they talked about the comic. Nothing really revolutionary. Nothing to write home about. I think anything. you fell asleep, didn't you? <laughs> no, <laughs> I was probably still checking my email. Oh, <laughs> two days without checking my email means about 250 of them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, they're mostly they're mostly freaking like uh uh. Michael's and you know Office Max and shit like that. I don't know why those stuff, stores feel like they have to stuff. send stuff one out every came. day. Yeah. Um. So then the very exciting thing and and the thing that by the looks of this hotel room you guys enjoyed the most oh. <laughs> was the private sales room experience they've never worded it like this and i thought that was hilarious that that's how they put it basically the store opens for us uh us uh collector club people right they had a dress code you had to wear a black tie (laughs) (laughs) so um and that's always exciting um uh because not only i mean and this is something I never thought about to talk about before, but not only is it the dealer room, it's also where the art contest is and the custom contest. And right. it's where the, it's where the club store is mm-hmm. and it's where, um, all of the booths are and that yeah. kind of stuff too. So right. it, it, it's kind of, it's basically, if you go to any other con and they have a, a main floor for the con that, it's the same thing, you know. Sure, you've, sure. you've got exhibitors, but the large, large majority of it is dealer tables. Dealers, yeah. God, isn't it? Ooh, <laughs> painfully so. So, so what did you guys think? First time being there, I mean, was it just like was it heaven? Did you expect it to be larger, smaller? Well, I, I uh, you know, I, we're all here for plastic crack, and. Um, the thing is, is, is I went in there kind of with my guard up because, you know, I figured I'd have to be very careful not to dump all of my money on that first evening. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's for your first time. I mean, it's overwhelming to see it's it's Florida's, you know, to hide those shows go with toys. Yeah, personally, I, I was very overwhelmed. The uh, 
I think you amount. pooped a little, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I had to clean my pants. Um, <laughs> I uh, got in there, and I saw all that cool stuff, and I was actually a little intimidated to start spending money because I figured, you know, yeah. I couldn't stop. Gosh, we we were probably in there, what, an hour before we actually purchased something? Yeah, yeah, just walking around. Yeah. And that's the way you should do it. I mean, yeah. there there's a couple... Um, like I say, I don't know. I'm sure you you happened upon it. Um, there, the one booth to kind of hit right away is uh, these guys from Japan. They do every single show, and uh, they bring that they bring the stuff that they get in Japan, right. and they're getting it wholesale there, and then bringing it here. So their prices kill everybody's, oh, yeah, you I know, for imports. There. It's a real small one. It's uh, they 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 don't speak uh, English very well at all. They've got a friend there. We actually sat with the guy that that helps them usually at, at the, the dinner. Yeah. Oh, okay. So do you remember what booth I'm talking about now? Nope. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I, th- I think I may have bought a couple things at that booth. Where was he yeah. in, in proximity to like Mega Toy Fan or any of those? Uh, it was um, not. I don't think it was. All the way. It was the 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 first row in from all the way at the back. Yeah. And then closer to the far wall, like the opposite direction of Mega Toy Friend from the door. Okay. But, yeah, I may have bought something from there. Yeah, I mean the the I big the big pool this year, or when I was there, uh, what people were jumping on was the blackout. They had the animated blackout for fifty bucks there. Yeah, it's yeah, a great so, figure. I yeah, didn't. I God, bought it I uh, last year. Yeah, very cool. So. I still haven't got it. I'm very jealous. And uh, so, um, and then another another place you got to watch because yeah, I dropped the ball on this one myself is Captured Prey because they do some of the best prices on newer stuff that's uh, easy to get here in the states. I was wanting to pick up the reissue Twin Cast and Sound Blaster. Yes. They had it uh, five bucks lower than any online retail place, and I just I just wanted to double check, so I made one round around the uh, room, and Sound Blaster was already sold yeah, out. Sound Blaster sold out. Fifteen everywhere. minutes. Yeah, yeah. Everywhere. I never saw it for the rest of the show. Yeah. Everybody still had Twin Cast, and that's just because it's had a more recent release with that e hobby right. release, but. An extremely hot item, nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, and I mean. What what I don't get is most of the booths, like TF Source, had it for more expensive than what you can get it online, plus shipping. Right. You know? So right. it's yeah. like, why would you want to waste space in your suitcase or whatever like that with something that you could just order online and be waiting for you when you got home? Exactly. You know, kind of thing. Well, if you think about it, some of these people, they like the convenience. They... You know, yeah, if you've I guess got that's the ca- true. If you've got that outrageous cash, you just rather throw it down on the table and have it. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like you walk into that dealer room and you just start throwing your money at the ceiling. I mean, it, you know, yeah. um, it, it's easy to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the uh, let's see here. So uh, the other great thing to do during that first day is autographs. So when the dealer room opens, that's also when they have their first two autograph sessions. So the first one was uh, David Kay, Gary Chalk, and Simon Furman. And then after that was uh, Dan Gilvezon and Buster Jones. 
So I skipped I skipped uh the David K, Gary Chalk, and Simon Furman, um, because I have David K's from Animated. Um, I'm not a huge fan of, and and I think it, if I would have thought about it more, I probably would have brought my Beast Wars, uh, uh, Megatron, and uh, and uh, see, I can't even Optimus Primal. Yeah. Two pack the ten yeah, tenth anniversary two pack and had them both sign it. That probably would have been smart for me to do. Um, but I did have stuff for Dan Gilvazon and uh, Buster Jones to sign. So, but I wanted to wait, let the line go down a little bit. So I went out to the car about half an hour after they started signing, came back in, and fucking kicked myself in the ass because. I completely forgot how the autographs work at BotCon. Right. So they they signed for an hour and a half per session, and uh, and usually usually you you stand in one line and you get to do both of them, but this year it seemed like they had two separate lines towards the end at least, and the reason why I know what it was like towards the end. Is because by the time I got back into the room, they had capped the line, and I just totally forgot that that's that's how it works because everybody lines up so far ahead of time. By the time they start signing, they let everybody in, and literally within five ten minutes, they'll cap the line. Yeah, well, so, I mean, what are those cats are like lining up even during the panel? Yeah, yeah exactly. You definitely get people in there early. Yeah, they line up. Closer, yeah. Closer, farther. <laughs> Closer. So right. see how how low you are here compared yeah. to mine. So okay. just hold your okay. mic closer and it'll pick you up a little I'm bit better. I'm just trying to gauge it. I have a really Three loud voice. Three-inch rule. About the size of your wiener. I'm, hey. <laughs> now you see what I've been putting up with. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did we even... Did you guys mention that you're brothers? You did. Oh, oh. yeah. We are no. brothers. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. On occasion. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so yeah, that kind of sucked. Um, but what I did do, so it actually put me in a pretty bad mood. So missing blaster, missing my opera and, and why you do it on that first day is because all of the rest of the autograph sessions are during panels. Yes. So if you don't do it on that first day, you're going to have to miss panels to wait in line for the autographs. So yeah, I miss sound blaster. I miss my autographs. And and because I was hoping to get autographs, I left my camera in the car, so I couldn't even photograph the cases. I left my video camera in the car, so I couldn't video the cases or do that kind of stuff. So, booze. Yeah, <laughs> I drank a lot of booze from that point, and uh, so I. I in fact, <laughs> in fact, I was so buzzed that I, um, I, I. Towards the end there, I was trying to figure out a way to sneak in line. I was like, <laughs> fuck it. I'm going to make them have to kick me out of line. So I'm going to wrap this up here, make a long story less long. Uh, I waited to the very end. They were, they were almost done, and they still had 15 minutes left. So I went and asked the volunteer. I was like, please, th- they're 
they're almost done and there's still time. Please let me in, you know. And he's like, okay, wait here. And if they do get completely done, I'll let you in. Well, luckily, Buster did get completely done. So I got Buster's autograph, but Dan Gilvezon uh, still had a long line. People were just talking to him more. He's just more talkative than Buster. Buster was very quiet, very reserved, which is weird because he plays Blaster, which is like, hey, shout, you know, kind right. of shit. I think he forgot why he was there sometimes. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's an older gentleman. I, yeah. I think he's had so much other work that he just... He doesn't keep track with all that older stuff that he's done. I mean, I'm sure he remembers quite a few points, but uh, it <laughs> quit that man. <laughs> You're screwing with me. <laughs> it's not cool. Um, no, you're exactly yeah. right. This was his first con, too. Oh, really? yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I okay. thought I th- Since, I was pretty surprised at that. Like when when um when was his role done on uh on the Transformers series? Was he in season three? Man, that's what that's. I'm curious. I, I don't remember. Yeah, I can't remember if he was in season three or not. But yeah, so I mean, even if he was, you got to think 86, 87, mm-hmm. 25 years ago. 25 years. Yeah. So, and and during his his panel and everything, he even you know people kept asking the stupid asinine questions that you know just because they're you know, ha- have gone over everything in a fine-tooth comb. It's just a job for him. Right. You know, yeah. it'd be he like... reading m- words off of a script. That, yeah. That was his job, and he was good at it, and he just kind of went went through it, and gave it his talent and his all, and he just, you know... It, it's it. like school. If, yeah. if you're not a history major, you probably don't remember a lot of what you learned in U.S. history in high school 20 years later. Well, sure. You know, you remember the... You remember high points, like, there was a civil war but you know can you name two generals on each side of the civil war you know (laughs) they were they were giving him these really (laughs) in-depth questions about you know specific instances with his character that yeah i mean it's more like theoretical questions yeah Yeah. but i mean i think i think the thing is 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 you know everybody thought he was really cute really great but you could definitely tell he was overwhelmed with uh you know with with what the convention was altogether. Yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. I, I hope he enjoyed it. I really do. I think he probably enjoyed some of the praise and stuff. And it's nice to hear from the fans. So you guys didn't do autographs that day, though, right? We're still on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. No, we did not. <laughs> I know. I I gave him like, let's shoot for about this much time per day, and we're already over that. But no worries. All right. What did we do Friday night? I already can't. Okay, so we got done at 5 o'clock. Oh, barbecue. Barbecue. Yeah. Yeah, Barbecue. We went and got Texas-style barbecue. (laughs) We did a little bit of research and found one of the best places in some weird-ass, like, warehouse district. It was this little, tiny, standalone thing where it looked like it used to just be takeout, and they, like, added, like, a dining area. Right, right, right. Um. (laughs) Had a little little mobile smokehouse with a boot on it. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and it was the shit. Uh, it was delicious. Oh, God. Change now, your life. Now, they said it was Texas-style barbecue, but from what I read, true Texas-style barbecue does not have barbecue sauce. It's only smoked. Right. And they did have barbecue sauce, so, you know, if you want to be a stickler about it, but... 
it 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 was still incredibly smoked. You you saw nice rings around mm. the ribs yeah, was, and oh, right delicious. And I love that they had this like big sampler thing. Like yeah. you literally yeah. just you got you got a little bit of every you got basically a half a pound of every single one of their meats. And yeah, shit. we we sampled the shit out of it. Oh yeah, we did some hefty sampling. So oh, and we also did the Toys R Us and Walmart run. Uh, that was yes. the Walmart mm, classic. That was fun. Yeah, the only Walmart and Toys R Us was like twelve miles out of town, which you know. Being from Denver, that's not too far for me. Is no. that? I mean, that's not too far for you guys either, because you're, you're. Well, oh. I mean, we we technically him and I live about what like a minute, five blocks from one. Yeah, well, so, that's me too. But still, I mean, you you know, but you to travel drive across in, town in and, Oklahoma, you it, everything's way. pretty spread out, yeah, right? It's yeah. it's very similar to Texas. Yeah. So. All right. Well, that was pretty much uh, Friday. Then Saturday, actually, you know what? Um, let's go ahead and take a break real quick, just so we don't go straight through. So we are going to take a break. So we'll be back after these messages. And what do I always say, Andy? Bueller. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Peace. Tired of losing battle after battle in the sky. The Autobots create the ultimate robot jet. Jetfire. Transformers. More than meets the eye. But the evil Decepticons have a secret new weapon. Shockwave. Transformers. Robots in disguise. Transformers from Hasbro. All right, guys, welcome back. We're going to go ahead and get into Saturday, and this is always the biggest day. I mean, this just just like any con, Comic Con, you sure. know, any local con. Saturday's the big day. Um, it was. It was kind of a blur. Dude, yeah. it, it was packed. <laughs> yeah. You know, the best panels are always on Saturday. Um, so let's see. So we started off um, with the Dan Gilvezon and Buster Jones panel. Right. So again, yeah. Buster was really reserved. He didn't talk much. Um, Dan is... Oh, and sorry. Buster Jones does uh, Blaster and the Transformers. And then probably for our audience, the other main guy he does is uh, Doc from G.I. Joe. And then... Yeah, and then Dan Gilvezon, but I mean he he's also he's an he's uh, like a in person actor, you know, like a physical actor, and he's a musician, apparently a he, jazz drummer. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. and saxophone. Ah, and saxophone. the saxophone, as I like to call it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then Dan Gilvezon is like the exact opposite exact opposite he is so outgoing you know he just always has a quick quip about everything yeah he is bumblebee yeah Yeah. i mean he'd pick up buster slack and and, you know i felt sorry for him because sometimes he bust buster's balls up there but it was all in fun though i know (laughs) i don't know if buster thought so like he he never he never like like ha 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 yeah yeah, you know he was like oh yes he's like oh are are those transformer jokes what the hell's a transformer (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) who is this character again (laughs) uh uh bumblebee no 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 i meant uh oh he was like who is this character again 
I, I stepped on that one pretty bad. <laughs> now you know how my wife feels. I don't. I don't get sarcasm. <laughs> you asked me that. You caught me off guard. I was like, huh? Huh? <laughs> um, so so it was okay. Again, nothing amazing revealed or anything you know they just kind of talked about their work on on the show and on them they did talk about the movie a little bit yeah um but yeah like buster hardly even remembered doing the movie Bless i mean heart. but he looked cute he had a nice yeah. big oh, hey, God. He's like got a tuxedo. amazing oh, fashion yeah, yeah he was he bow tied it up almost the entire time yeah very very suave Listen, dresser for sure suave. you'll see it in the pictures Oh yeah, yeah we have yeah. And we got pictures of the homie. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> now, did you do this, David K and Jerry Gary Chalk? Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah, so you yeah. did. So at uh, at the same time was the autograph session for them. Or I'm asking autographs. Are you talking about the panel? I was talking about their panel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, not to their panel yet. Oh, yeah, that's right. I know you didn't do them because it was the IDW panel. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Good stuff. Okay. Now, this, what was going Oh, is because I missed Dan Gilvezon the day before. As soon, right after his panel, he was signing at his table. And there was a good size line, not like the autograph line, but there was because he wasn't signing anything else but his book. Right. So, and he was selling his book for 12 bucks autographed, which is amazing. I mean, you go to yeah. like, you go to big conventions and, and the most B list of actor wants 20 bucks for their autograph. And that's not even, you don't get anything. You have to give it to them. But when he was signing at his table, he was signing only his book and lucky for me i i totally didn't think to check about that and neither did a few other people online and they got up there and they're like sorry you can buy a book and they're like it's okay um, <laughs> um but lucky enough story. even though i had bought mine online he was like he's he's like no I, i'm glad you brought your own because he already he was almost out of the books that they brought nice. so yeah. Um, so I didn't I didn't see very much of the IDW panel. So I know that was one of your ones you were looking forward to, right, Andy? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. There, uh, there. Um, let's see, the editor was there. Um, a few of the artists, um, yeah. writers. Uh, it was a fun panel. Uh, I'm trying to think about where to begin. Um, of course, you know we've got the the two new ongoing books, which is uh, Robots in Disguise. And uh, more, more than meets the, the, the eye, meets the eye, which are both doing really well for them. Yeah. Apparently, really nice. enjoy good. I, people I, from from what I hear with the fans, they they are two of the best books they've that IDW's put out. Period since since like uh, Stormbringer and right, right. that kind of and those uh, yeah, those the series. titles. Yeah, yeah. Them, yeah. yeah. You definitely no, no, get some new looks at uh, the different characters and stuff in this. It's really yeah. Both interesting. Both, both series, respectively, are are really interesting because it this is both series takes place post Civil War. Yeah. yeah. Post Civil War. So now the Decepticons and Autobots, there's still some animosity. Well, a lot of animosity. Oh there. yeah. But you know now they've kind of created this world that's post war, and you know what do you do now that this is over? 
Um, but anyways, yeah, there's there's going to be a lot more coming with that. Uh, we found out that they are going to be releasing a hardcover uh, book showcasing all of the uh, American and Japanese G1 box art. Yeah, yeah that's much, which is going to be gather. just incredible. Dude, um, I I about. I about pooped myself I when I did. heard that. And if <laughs> that anybody, was just a fart. Uh, if anybody's <laughs> listening who has any of that uh, art, they are looking for people to submit oh, art. Oh, really? Right Very to cool. Try and find all the pieces. So. Very nice. If did they give any information special, like how to con- like they just did, email um, them at might, their website? You might check or IDW's website and just get a hold of them. I'm sure um, it'll be posted. But yeah, they they were looking for any specific art collectors or you know. Yeah, and I'm sure stuff. they're not looking for your G1 option. Optimus Prime or your no. Bumblebee card back. I'm sure it's these are probably the ultra obscure. Yeah, things like yeah. That if you've stuff. got anything obscure, I'm sure they're interested and should at least take a shot at sending it in. Yeah, because I want to see it. Yeah, we'd all like to see it. Yeah, I'm excited, dude. That the the and hopefully with that will come prints or larger posters of like the bo- uh the back of the boxes. Yeah. Uh, that's my still some of my favorite art of all time. Those and like the He-Man posters that were yes. the same thing where oh, yeah. we're basically yeah. it, it's faction against faction right and they're just trying to showcase as many of the characters as they can you know that's the kind of art i love those let's those take epic. a let's take a moment of silence for the original box art in the 80s ah. all right that includes breathing oh oh I'm okay. just kidding. <laughs> hold your breath he started purple <laughs> i'm not gonna make it guys so yeah, that was definitely that was the thing I was most excited about. Yeah, it, I mean, sure. it really came out of nowhere. But uh, uh, we got some got some good questions going around. Uh, the the questions were, uh, you know, I wasn't expecting much. I figured it'd probably be a lot of fanboy bickering, but mm-hmm. the questions were good. We got some 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 pretty healthy answers there. And uh, the so. comic fans are usually those are usually the best group of question askers. Well, thank you. Compared to. Yeah. <laughs> compared to all the other panels like mm-hmm. the voice actor panels are usually the worst questions unfortunately um and then followed by the toy panels are the second worst you yeah. know but yeah. yeah the comics usually because they care about it and they're s- story-based questions yes. and that kind of thing so well, if you're following a lot again you know i'm not afraid to admit while i i quote collect the comics i haven't gotten around to reading them so they don't do me much good and they're almost more spoilery than the rest of the stuff they've talked about but Uh, at least they're educated sure they they care about their question they i think quite frankly they craft them pretty well yeah i mean they're they're thought out because you know that universe is thought out and i think i think anybody that that doesn't read the transformers comics you know, not including you, because you know you're lame. But whatever. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, anybody that doesn't read those is a disservice because that's where the entire Transformers lore is created. That's where you can expand on the characters the most. And oh, yeah. uh, you know, you're really doing yourself a disservice if you're not reading these. So um, if you have, don't even have access to your local store, go buy an iPad. Oh, you know, you yeah, you can buy, buy them iPad. online, and, yeah. and it's that <laughs> that's Apple changed plug. my entire life, man. Well, let me uh, let me just plug my homeboy here, BarterTownComics.com, the home of the fifteen percent discount, fifteen percent off cover, free bag and board <laughs> with every comic. So. Well, no, do do support your brick and mortar, but 
you know, yeah. if you don't have that option, go for it. But you know, Autocracy is is one of their new series that's a digital only exclusive. Mm-hmm. It comes out every uh, every two weeks. Um, it's it's a great series if if you get, if you guys aren't into it. The yeah, art is great. Yeah, art's amazing. Yeah. No, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Interject, interject. This isn't, you know, if you wait for me to stop talking, you'll never get to talk. So, <laughs> um, but uh, now, autocracy, from what I've heard, there, there's a lot of mixed reactions to this. Um, I have heard that the art is very good. The art's amazing. Um, yeah. And it is one, I don't know if it still is this way, but I know when it launched, the uh, first issue was only a dollar. So I mean, if you just want right. to wet your feet, are. they're still a dollar. Oh, are they all a dollar? Because they're not like just what, the eight first pages? one. Yeah, and they. Oh, all okay. Digital. So they're I think not it's twenty. An all digital comic, right? Yeah, they do yeah. everything it's digital. The first yeah, digital comic. Um, oh, I didn't realize it wasn't uh, twenty-two pages. No, oh, it's, no, it's an eight-page comic. Short. It's a dollar. Huh. Um, that's why it comes out as quickly as it does. Oh, it's okay. something they hit yeah, on. Yeah, I didn't uh, know it was bi-weekly either. That, it's it's that's kind of a, a cliff jumper every, yeah, every couple it, weeks it, there. They said it was a real challenge because they try to pack as much uh, plot points and uh, action into those six pages that they possibly can. They do. And they're just trying to please us all and trying their best. So Well, and, and you know, I, I got to tell you, my... I'm gonna I'm gonna plug the hell out of this guy because he he is a he's a wonderful wonderful person. Uh, uh, Livio Raimondelli, please you know I hope I wasn't butchering his name, but uh, you know um, very very nice guy. We got to see kind of how his process is, and even though it is a digital comic, and you know most of our artwork is so done he's digitally. the autocracy. He's the autocracy artist. artist. Okay. Um, and basically you know he he does he starts his pencils and then he takes it right in and, and does the digital painting over the top. Um, but yeah, hit, you know, check him out. Nice. Uh, if you ever get a chance to see him, go up and talk to him. He's really friendly, uh, and you might learn a couple of things. Yeah, so. the the few prints you picked up were amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. All right. Oh, so one more thing on that. Okay. Cut no that worries. part out. But um, I know that um, they also mentioned that is it June or July is going to be Decepticon month according Ooh. to IDW and then they're going to do yeah. like Autobot month which are going to be some exclusive kind of things going around yeah. um, I forgot the rest of it but they're going to do that <laughs> no worries no worries and then of course we have a regeneration uh, 80.5 coming yes, out free yes. comic book Ooh. day that's next weekend so um, this will definitely be out before then so Saturday free comics Go find your brick and mortar right. and yeah, get some definitely. free comics. Check them out. And, and you know, the great thing, if you don't know, 80.1 is the continuation of the original Generation 1 comic when they left off in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. and Simon Furman's pinning it. And, uh, and if you did read the Marvel, it's great because it's only going to be 20 issues. They're gonna they're gonna end it at a hundred. We'll they're gonna it. yeah they're gonna wrap up every storyline and that's that's what Simon pushed was he's like um, where else in Transformers mythos has there been a definite conclusion that's to right. uh, you know to a storyline? I think so. one of the quotes that he said was uh, 
the characters that die will stay dead. Yeah, I think he was really excited about that, <laughs> yeah, actually. Well, it is. I mean, it, it brings drama. And, and to me, that's why deaths of characters in any, in any comic just don't hold their weight anymore. No. Because there's going to be some way they bring them back. Sure. I mean, oh, I yeah. guess there's probably smaller characters that have died off. But, I mean, you think about, like, Blackest Night and stuff. Mm-hmm. That, bring, that brought back some ridiculously obscure characters that could have easily stayed dead. You sure. know, that kind of stuff. This will very much so have a lot more weight now knowing that the characters that do die will stay dead. Yeah. And uh, I'm really anxious to get my hands on this first copy. Hail is yeah. All right. Next panel was the uh, David K. and Gary Chalk. Again, I, I've seen this panel before, so it's kind of par for the course for me. But, um, I mean, what did you guys think of them? Those two guys were very entertaining. As a matter of fact, I, I um, you know, uh, nothing can really compare to Peter Cullen, but those two together w- was was one of the most entertaining entertaining things that I that I had uh, actually went. Yeah, that's terrible. <clears throat> Cut that out, please. No, we don't edit, so you just <laughs> got to keep rolling with it. Um, but anyways, it uh, yeah, they, they were very entertaining, and uh, what's okay. Gary Chalk did uh, Optimus Primal. Yeah. Right? And then... Megatron and the Armada. And Megatron I, I and the believe, Armada again, yeah. I, it doesn't sound right right now, but I think that's what it is. Yeah. So I know they've both done Optimus and they've both done Megatron in different series. Right. So. It's very cool, you know, to have done both those those characters. Yeah. As a voice actor. Very powerful voices, both of them. Yeah. Yeah. And... David K is amazing. I mean, like like with Dan Gilvezon, uh, Scott McNeil. I mean, they these people just exude personality. I mean, uh, and just very comfortable in their own skin. You oh, know, definitely. they they're not you know they're not overwhelmed by the you know fandom. You know, they play along. I mean, David K especially has has been known to drink with fans <laughs> on a regular basis at the cons. So, right. I mean, that's cool in and of itself. Sure. Yeah, you can definitely appreciate it when the uh, when the guests and the stars and things, they come out and uh, hang out with the fans. That's really a nice nice thing. Exactly. All definitely right. makes the BotCon experience worth it. <laughs> so, the, so the next and, and uh, uh, my second favorite panel um, every year is the Collectors Club Roundtable. And this is usually where they'll announce their exclusives or they'll announce, or, uh, well, they'll usually announce, excuse me, their exclusives and the membership figure for each year. Well, this time they had something very special to announce. And sorry, I'm, I'm stalling here as I try to find my pictures from it uh these pictures are posted online i think this is the first time in open your toys history that i actually posted pictures prior to getting home i was proud of him (laughs) i actually posted them at the show right after the panel and that's because it was awesome because we are getting a figure subscription service for the Transformers Collectors Club. That's right. That's Almost right. exciting as the exclusives is that fact. Yeah, that exactly. Yeah, situation. I mean, there's uh, there's actually a couple pieces in here that I 
prefer more than any of the exclusives we received this year. Um, so the first one they announced is going to be a classics breakdown. So kind of saw that coming. We got G2 yeah. breakdown. You know, we had, you know, we basically have the mold, the head, everything for it. So why not? <laughs> um, we got a, uh, uh, animated jazz, uh, painted as jackpot. And I don't know who that is. I didn't I'm do the research before the cast. Maybe an obscure G two character. Maybe. I, yeah. yeah, he's kind of got the G two e colors and uh, and or maybe comic yeah, or or maybe. yeah, like I say, and or it could be a G two comic. Is that well? But I, they would put a G two logo on them for yeah, sure. So. Yeah. The one that one of the ones I'm most excited about, Scourge, yes. based on the deluxe G2 Laser Prime uh, from the Reveal the Shield line, just looks amazing. Big red sword, gorgeous red windows. Um, I really like, and again, these are all just photoshops. These are just color overlays over an existing picture of them. Um, but if we get this, I really love the teal piping. Yeah, all oh, yeah. around him as highlights. Yeah, and then uh, and then this was really cool too. The upside down G two logo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I made like sure to too. specify that this was not a Nemesis Prime, but it was an all out. It was a scourge, and yeah. I definitely yeah. wanted yeah. to signify that. Yeah, it's definitely a scourge. Um, and then we get, uh, and this was what was really interesting. And I'm, I'm, well, they did ask him about mold selection, but I don't think anyone asked specifically about why they're able to use a Transformers Prime Starscream mold already. Yeah, that's interesting. So we're gonna get Slipstream, and uh, we don't know who that is. <laughs> um, it definitely looks like it's supposed to be a woman, though. Yes. Don't yeah, don't you think? I, I mean, the way they painted it and everything, mm -hmm. they gave it kind of boots and yeah. stuff. Well, I don't know, man. We um, should have looked this Starscream? up in the Bible. Uh, Starscream looks a little bit feminine, but uh, oh, yeah, I think her. It does look like the the, the face sculpt looks very feminine. They, they too. said yeah. they worked a lot on the face sculpt to try and give her, you know, a very unique. Okay, so they did structure. say her during the panel. Yeah. Okay, okay so cool. That's why I kind of fit because if you look at the silver, mm -hmm. it looks like those are bare legs, yeah. you know, bare arms. But it's kind of hot. Um, <laughs> another person we have no idea who it is, but I can almost guarantee this has got to be a comic character oh, yeah. because it, most people did know who this was. Um, for better or worse, I heard a little moans and groans. Uh, <laughs> it's we, a McDonald's repaint oh, of my God. Lockdown. Oh. Yeah, so the animated Lockdown done as Circuit. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of which yeah. th this could have been a big UK character. That's true too. Because yeah, I think yeah. they were diving into the some of the UK stuff for people and. They're trying trying to shine a spotlight on some of that stuff. It still looks like Ronald McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to check the recording here, make sure it's still going, and then oh, <laughs> here it is. Yeah. Besides that score, I'm just gonna go on record. This is what I'm most excited for, and and I've I've gone on the record and saying that I hate Beast alt modes. It 
you know, that aren't like robotic or, you know, have some kind of uh, uh, metal kind of version. I hate like normal, just animal beast modes. But we are getting an ultra mammoth. Yeah, the yes. coup de gras. So if the if the mammoth doesn't give it away, this is going to be an Ultra Magnus repaint of Big Convoy. Yes. So a woolly mammoth Ultra Magnus. Yep. And the it colors incredible. are fucking amazing. I love the fade on yeah. on the on actual, the actual alt mode. Yeah. yeah, from Very nice. from the light blue. It I mean, it just works. It just it looks like a snow woolly mammoth. I hope they're I hope they're, uh, I hope they're uh, very solid on these colors. Yeah, in which they they said up front that they're not. Well, yeah. I mean, but. this is this is always whenever they show these, it's always the goal. Like yeah. when they're showing the exclusives for the next year, they're like, "This is what we want." But a man can dream. Yep, get ready for that orange repaint, guys. Oh gosh, I'm just kidding. This looks great. So yeah, and and like I say, like I said on Twitter when I was tweeting about this was uh, because I don't like the I don't like realistic animals. I never wanted this mold with realistic colors. You know, it's okay to not be right all the time. It, it, it's not right or wrong. It's just my opinion. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, lastly, so they didn't show any of their exclusives, which I thought was interesting. But they did show the 2013 free membership figure, and it is Depth Charge, and this uses the uh, Hunt for the Decepticons Teradive uh, mold. So the uh, the kind of like animated style uh, jet with the inverted wings. It has a trident. Yeah. 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 It's I mean, got a trident. they're absolutely <laughs> right. They're like, we realize the mold isn't as big as it should be for Death Charge. Yeah, right. they, but, they were definitely not kidding when they said he was skinnier. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like you say, the trident and the head works really well. Yeah, absolutely. For it too. And it I like love those really G2 colors, colors too. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, that was pretty much the collector panel. So let's get into what is always the, the very best. Holy shit. (laughs) Okay. Well, I was going to take a break on Sunday, but I think we need to take a break now. Um, One, the battery's about to die. Two, I just realized that... uh, all the reveals they talked about are on the show notes, and I'm not connected to the internet. So, all right. Well, we're going to continue this in a second, so we're going to go ahead and take a break, and we'll be right back with the Hasbro panel from BotCon 2012. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> In the world of the Transformers, nothing is what it seems. Meet the Constructicons, six evil robots that transform into one mechanical giant. The Transformers, more than the DDI. The Transformers, it's Devastator, six Constructicons in one. The Transformers, Devastator's a Constructicons gift set sold separately from Hasbro. All right, guys. 
Let's get on with the Hasbro panel. We have an internet connection. We have a fully charged battery. So Go porn. Woohoo. All right. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, so first up, uh, just real quick on some of these on on Creo, uh, they announced that they were going to be producing seven different sets. Each would have a build a dark Energon weapon piece in it. Yes, very cool. The, the actual weapon itself wasn't very impressive, but right. I uh, like the thought that, you know, they're yeah. doing a build a weapon uh, thing. And then this is what shocked me. And again, they didn't break these down between human and actual Transformers, but there'll be 29 new Creons between those seven sets and Devastator. Yeah. Right. So... That's crazy. Oh, and or, and I'm sorry, not just between those sets, but they're also doing army builder style packs of them too. Well, that'll oh, be nice. Good news, yes. Yeah, I'd be excited for those. I haven't bought any so far, so if we get some of those, I might actually partake in this whole Creo thing. Nice. <laughs> um, let's see, Transformers Prime. Mostly, again, uh, um, either between leaks and mostly toy fair we had seen a lot of the transformers prime stuff that they showed um oh and i forgot to do the research again for that but uh uh we did get we are going to get a legend flame war um and this again this has been leaked but we're also getting i'm just excited about it a commander ultra magnus yeah yeah so he was very animated style like even his vehicle it well his vehicle was more like a universe right yeah or rid Mm -hmm. i guess um but he's got the animated hammer yeah yeah i like hammers it it, it looks really good i mean it it does have the animated flair but it has enough of the g1 aesthetic that it's not going to disappoint yeah exactly Seeing it in person was definitely impressive. I'll <laughs> definitely be picking that up. And, uh, oh, yeah, I forgot we do have pictures for this stuff. I was like, they don't allow you to take pictures. See, we don't have pictures, but w- they do put them in the cases afterwards. Um, so let me go ahead and get those pulled up here real quick. But we're also going to get a Blades Optimus Prime. So instead of guns like the current Commander Optimus Prime, we're going to get one that has cool blades also an open face mask i think oh I think really it, i think it has oh, a very head okay well that's cool. and i don't think i took a picture of that one i think i may have i'll have to look closer but it was rumored to have an open face mate face oh. mask and i think it did but nice. we'll have to review it gotta make it better yeah and i'm one of those guys like i literally only take pictures of in the case, you know, I videotape all the cases, which I'll have those up in the next week or so. Um, I only take pictures of the things I really like. Of so course. that's me. Um, okay, I guess that is the first picture here. Okie dokie. And let's get back over here. So, uh, and then uh, one of the things I thought was really exciting, even though I couldn't remember what the fuck its name was, <laughs> is from Transformers Exiles, so the sequel to the War for Cybertron book, which, uh, do you remember what it was called? Exodus? Exiles. 
No, what or was the, the first the one? For, uh, I, I think it was know, Exodus. I'm not I really think familiar it was with those Transformers Exodus and then Transformers Exiles. Now, and is this a graphic novel series? No, or a is novel. This an actual novel. Yeah, these are novels. Ah. I have both of them. I made it through the. F I made it like a hundred pages into the first one. Dude, you can read. I, <laughs> That's I know awesome. it's surprising. <laughs> I don't do a lot of it, so luckily it's like a bicycle. You don't forget <laughs> how, but um, but it was it was thunder something, and it was like an amazing Leo Prime style lion with a peg leg. Yeah, yeah peg leg. But it was mm. it was uh, it was and it was very mech. It, so it wasn't mm -hmm. like a real like lion or anything like that. It was a mech lion. Mech I mean, lion. it it basically looked um, and I can't even remember the name of that it's one. But the blue. Zoids. Gold. Do you do Zoids at I all? I do. Yeah. Ooh, so nice. remember that Zoids lion? It, the it's like Tiger Liger Zero, right? Yeah, Liger Zero. Yeah. Yeah. Liger Zero. I was say, it's like Liger. the Optimus Liger. Prime of the Zoids line. It looked yeah. a lot yeah. like that. Yeah, it, it's going to be definitely an exciting figure. Did, did, did anybody catch on where this is going to be released? No, uh, no. And yeah, because it's kind of weird that. Remember, we were talking about um, another announcement that we'll talk about in just a second about a Voyager that needed a casemate. Because right. because they've never released yeah. a solid case of one figure, so maybe this maybe is the Voyager it. case mate for it. Maybe but. it's interesting. It's just interesting because the source material is kind of obscure. Yeah, I mean, it may yeah. not be for everybody, but it is to me. So, and there's no pictures of this. They didn't put this in the case, at least where I could see. Yeah, it, they said they cut us just, if we shot anything. Yeah, so. I totally just flew <laughs> past that. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, let's see. We are going to get an elite, uh, Legion Arachnid. And I didn't catch if this was a commander or if this was a... Uh, well, this, oh, this I said Legion. Legion. Yeah. Legion. Um, but what's cool about it is is much more cartoon accurate than the one that we're get than the deluxe one we're getting. Because it doesn't have the skids... On right. the bottom, yeah. and uh, the proportions are better to the uh, cartoon than the deluxe we're getting. Does anybody notice that her helicopter alt mode in the show looks like a coffin? Yeah, yeah, it does. yeah it's crazy. Yeah, and that's what this one kind of looks like. Mm -hmm. So, um, bot shots again, lots of leaked stuff. Uh, pretty much the only like real thing that I that I thought was new again i don't follow bot shots that closely was they're gonna make a iron hide launcher yeah so uh, and it was a wave, hell of a lot shockwave yeah yeah i guess that's but see that's been leaked already really yeah i didn't see it i just i don't i don't cover it i don't cover bot shots on the show what so I kind of sorry. <laughs> so that's why I I know it's been leaked, but uh, yeah, but the, I haven't the Iron Hide monster is pretty cool too. Yeah. <clears throat> so now one of the things that brought the crowd in <laughs> to its must most uproarious state 
was fanboy boners. Yeah. <laughs> well, no this this was almost like the pissed off state. Oh, was angry. yeah. Oh. They announced that we will be getting a U.S. release of MP10 complete with trailer. So unlike Rodimus, they're not going to pare them down. That's right. We're getting everything. Oh, and oh my god the box is amazing awesome. dude especially compared to takaratomi's which yeah sorry you can't do that or it'll show up sorry i know it's fucked up we're doing a transformers podcast and you can't play with the transformer <laughs> see you when see this look when I'm giving we, you right now i do i do it's disturbing really when we have mic stands, I can. Like, I'm oh. usually fiddling with the toy during the show, but that's because we have a stand to hold the mics. So. Well, we got so much new stuff. There's not really time enough in the day to play with it all. Hotel room yeah, looks there's like a not time store. enough in the month it's for so you guys to, to play with your new shit. <laughs> Went a little crazy. Anyways. So, um... The interesting thing about this uh, is that the deco is going to be as close to the animated movie as possible, and and it does look considerably different. So it's, maybe the colors are a lot more saturated. Yeah, exactly. The blue is brighter. The red's brighter. Um, it, well, and I should say that kind of saturated is a better. Why, term for you. it definitely um <laughs> but we're getting everything we're getting yeah. spike the trailer the axe roller yeah roller, roller everything yeah. um again and then the box is a hundred times better in my opinion than takara's so yeah you could just see and so this was saturday and you think what what a lot of people do is they buy a lot of Japanese stuff right. um, at the show because it's the first time they've ever seen it in person. Yeah. I just want to say that I'm just glad that I was able to execute a little bit of self-control that first day or I would have been very pissed off. Yeah, because that was one of the things you really wanted. I and did, you were, I did. You were kicking it around up until that panel, yeah, yep. yeah. So yeah, I, I'm I'm happy for you and, too. And back on the box, just the way they have the figure posed in the box, where he's uh, opening, where his chest is open, yes. and he's almost got the matrix. Yeah, that I mean, is it, very it, it's cool. It's going to be a yeah. great piece to have just just for a, a mint on card. Oh yeah, or mint in box. Yeah, I'd say box. <laughs> yeah, I don't think. Uh, yeah, no. Cards. Yeah, I mean they even have spike displayed up here. I mean it's. Do you think they're going to cut any diecast content? Oh, I would Actually, say it's almost. N- they don't be. have a lot in the figure, from what I've heard. So oh, I'd okay. say they'd probably keep it all. I don't. I would say they'd probably eliminate all of it. Oh, really? I would. I mean, that's what's happened in the pat. The Star Scream, no diecast. Thundercracker, no, di- or not Thunder. Uh, Skywarp, no right. diecast in no no those. Either. Yeah. Well, now, granted, the the. Uh, Prime was ridiculous amounts of it. Um, yeah. But uh, any diecast in Grimlock that you could, because I don't think there's any diecast yeah, in was, Rodimus. Actually. Was there uh, in Grimlock? The dike, I believe the waist and the claws. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I might be wrong. Minimally, on the, uh, maybe, though, but I it mean, was very minimal. Un- not enough to even give it any heft or right, anything. Right. So, so yeah, so that that was really i i'm sorry i it makes me happy when you know these people 
just because I would never spend 250 bucks <laughs> on a figure. So I was like, I was never going to get MP10, but I am now going to get MP10. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh, and we talked about that they usually put out a release date and an MSRP. Yes. Not on this. Right. So we don't know how much it's going to cost, but it is going to be a Toys R Us exclusive. Yes. We Keep do know that. Suspense. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they showed us Generations. Um, if you remember from Toy Fair, they talked about that we were getting 40 new Generations toys. 40 for 2013. Um, now That's a lot. Yeah. That's it's a little ridiculous. <laughs> um, they did reveal quite a few of them to us. Uh, so basically, the theme for generations is going to be War for Cybertron, right. yeah. or at least the reveals were all based around War around for Cybertron. Game, yeah. um, exciting things we've seen the Starscream from the Cybertron Con, the Singapore official convention earlier this year. Right? Um, did they show us a lot of that? Of uh, the Starscream, um, yeah, I'm positive they did because okay, they did. Uh, because I hadn't seen a good color version of it from Cybertron Con, and mm-hmm. uh, only the prototype shot, and they showed a oh. definitely U.S. looking deco okay. to it. a very I, bright, like you say, a very saturated okay. color version. I must have blinked. Yeah, yeah, it must have passed right through me since we already seen it. Cause... Yeah, well, and like I say, they just freaking did pass right through you. <laughs> Most things like do. a bowel movement. Oh god! <laughs> Don't get him started. Sorry. No, not this, this weekend. Been, <laughs> this, I think this has been the highest percentage of poop jokes ever on this show. Oh, yes. <laughs> innovators! This is mm-hmm. my favorite. Would be proud. <laughs> All right, so um, let's see. I, I'm just trying to do the boring ones first before we get to the good ones. So sideswipe. So they also talked about, uh, oh no, they talked about Masterpiece Sideswipe, sorry. But uh, Fireflight, which I don't even know who that was. They didn't put them down in the case, as it far is, as and, I know. And as fast yeah. as these things were going, I'm actually having a hard time remembering what they look yeah. like. Yeah. And yeah, so if they didn't put them in the case, it's one of those things like, yeah, so there's some of the good ones there. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, now for some of the exciting things. So, uh, first up is, well, maybe if I can get back to this. Nope, now I'm at the rears. Sorry. it's I can't link to these pictures like I normally do in the show notes. So, first up, War for Cybertron, or, and I'm sorry. I put War for Cybertron in my notes. It's Fall of Cybertron, of course. I just kind of use that as a generic term for these figures. Fall of Cybertron, kickback. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So, amazing. Uh, We got to see gameplay of of the new game that's right. never see, been seen before actual gameplay they had uh their marketing manager do running through it mm-hmm. um yeah. one of the most exciting parts was uh seeing grimlock for the first time and they showed him in the scene where he is just fighting off hordes of insecticide well i shouldn't say hordes that connotates like hundreds but fighting off 10 to 15 insecticons sure and and kickback looks amazing. Yeah. The one thing I'm curious about is this thing. 
Yeah. Like his, like it's huge. It, it kind of looks like a, a massive Cybertronian uh, crossbow. Yeah, really, it does. Yeah. Now this is a deluxe size figure. Yeah, deluxe. Yeah, I'm sorry. All of these generation, well. Almost all Almost, of them yeah. are deluxes. Uh, so, yeah, the alt mode looks amazing. Um, and it's uh, very insect-like. Yeah, so. it, yeah. It, and yeah. it's very true to the game. Because yes. did you get to see the, the walkthrough? So. When I wasn't spending tons of money. <laughs> yeah, obscene amounts. So, oh, God, this makes me happy. <laughs> Ultra Magnus. Yeah, Ball of right. Cybertron Ultra Magnus. Now, um, they didn't put him in the case. No. no. And I don't even think they showed a picture of him. I they think just they just said. So they my, showed a, I believe they showed a render. Yeah, it was a oh, render. Oh, did they? Didn't they? Oh, okay. Or maybe yeah. some concept art. Was it. A, I remember a little something. Well, seeing the concept would be hard. So is it the. The fall of Cybertron, the new fall of Cybertron Prime, but just white. No, no, no. I think this had a lot of a big difference between the two. I okay, think this so is, is more of the armored molds. up Ultra Magnus. Yeah. Okay. Like the the different classic mold, G1, not just the a different right, paint not job. Different just a different mold. Wow. Okay. Totally See, different. I missed that again. So you can definitely tell with down. the chest. You cannot blink in this panel. I know. I know. Sure. Really. Um. So so of course focus character. So yes. very exciting for me, focus character, and I'm always about the fiction, you know, video game fiction, comic Absolutely. fiction. Um, now, <laughs> the most, yes, I would say it's the most exciting thing that we heard. Definitely one of the oh, biggest reveals. Yeah. yeah um, hold on. I'm, or here. What? <laughs> I'm like, I think I'm going to sneeze. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, so, like we mentioned, they weren't all deluxes. Still, uh, Fall of Cybertron, and actually a figure we've already gotten before. Yes, just yeah. just a little bit larger. And I'm stalling because I'm trying to get to pictures. <laughs> We're getting a Voyager fucking sound wave. That's right. Yeah, it's me. And now his alt mode. I've never been overly enthused about it. This one is definitely more accurate to the video game. Yes. Um, but his robot mode is so fucking G1, it's not even funny. Yeah, yeah. very I mean, cool. I mean, you still have a little bit of jaggies here. You know, you've got some sharp angles and stuff. But as far as the the overall aesthetic, it still uh, is a follow yeah. of Cybertron, War for Cybertron. Oh my His God. chest is Soundwave. my favorite. But uh, yeah. the homage is, is very strong. And that's that's one thing that I do love about the games is yeah. their concept artists are very, very, very G1 at heart. Yeah. And I believe this is uh, one of the first sound waves that we've had in a while that actually has minions that you can store inside of him. This and even true. better than that, multiples. Yeah. The first you one you can store. multiples in this chest. How many was it? Three? Three. 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 Up to yeah. three. So, so they went to the, the two in the chest for the most recent uh, reissues of Soundwave. Right. Um, but you're going to be able to fit an entire three into there. He's going to come with laser beak. Yeah. Now, these aren't cassettes, of course, because they don't have cassettes. While they do have dinosaurs, they don't have cassettes <laughs> on Cybertron. It's a little strange. Um, and they are 
Data discs. Data discs. Yeah. So little round. I mean, they basically look like a little hockey puck. Right. Yeah. And they're they're legion size and or God, I hate the new terms. Um, they're legend size. And uh, the most exciting thing about them is he fires them. Yes. And when they yeah. impact, they should transform. Yes. I, yeah. I've seen how the bot shots work, and that's not always the case. Shall they yeah. bring into action? Exactly. <laughs> wow, <fun>. <laughs> uh, one of the things that I really thought was cool about them is is he does come with laser beak, but they've also announced Rumble, mm-hmm. uh, Frenzy, yep, and Ravage. Yeah, Ravage. Yeah. And, wow. and as you can see in the in the pictures. A lot of these, I guess, are coming with little uh, cases so you yep. can store them, and they'll have the Decepticon symbol on there, and that is really cool. But what's even better about those cases is that they are kind of a translucent yeah. uh, purple, which is very reminiscent of some Energon cubes. Yeah. yeah. Maybe stack yeah. those up Energon cubes, yeah. and then they're also very uh, – they're a good homage to the – uh, tape cases yes. we got with yeah, the original, cases. and so basically he'll he'll come with laser beak, but his minions will be offered as individual legends. And so I have even a feeling if we might have to be chasing those around pretty hard. Yeah, I'm going to be doing a lot of toy runs. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm curious, and so this is what we were talking about with uh, Thunder. What's his name? As we'll call him, um, is. <laughs> This was the only Voyager that they announced. Yes. So, um, yeah. and they never pack solid cases of Voyagers. There's always at least one casemate, so it's a two a two to two ratio, or yeah. I guess it'd be a one to one ratio of two a piece. But um, so yeah, that that was. I would say that's the thing I'm most excited for. Oh, absolutely. Because while well, MP10 cool. is, is awesome, it existed already if you right. really wanted it. It's just now it's going to be cheaper and in a cooler box, you know? Yep. Um, and now, something, in my opinion, that falls just behind the Voyager Soundwave, they announced the 2013 exclusive. Exclusives for San Diego Comic Con. Face punch. Almost painful. And Oof. at first, and I'm hoping they're the 2013, I guess I should say. Yeah. Because yeah. we don't know of other, of other uh, uh, exclusives right now beyond right. the His Tank. And there's usually an individual one. But what I thought was interesting was they had two of them. Yeah. So it... It would be surprising if they had two tran- two standalone Transformers exclusives and the crossover exclusive. Right. But yeah. it's possible. So I'm hoping they're 2013. I haven't been looking at other people's news reports to say if they actually specifically said that. Because if they're not, I'm going to be pissed because I'm missing it this year. And if they are, <laughs> I'm going to be super elated because I will be going in 2013. So... First up, game accurate deco of War for Cybertron Bruticus. Yes, I think that made a lot of people mad. It made really. me mad. Yeah. yeah, I mean, even even if I get to even if I get one, it still pisses me off for the community in general. Oh yeah, yeah it, it's it's a very strange choice, but you know there are there are some really cool things with it. Um, it, it will come in a very oversized box. 
all together. Yeah. So it's very cool. What it actually is, I think, as I said, it's a box inside of a box. So you get a really big window box yeah. that goes into a book box with a very large piece of artwork on the front of it. Yeah, it, it looks amazing. Yeah. It does. Yeah, really so, so the window box is kind of reminiscent of the uh, masterpiece, the U.S. masterpiece styling boxes or, or, the, or the original classics box. Right. You know, um, and... Uh, if you haven't seen the pictures from Toy Fair, and even at Toy Fair, the lighting was a little weird. See, these pictures are nice, bright, and white. Well, and a lot of rumor was going around that uh, it was uh, transformed incorrectly as well. Yeah, yeah that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Is The retail version of Bruticus is going to be Dayglow. Yes. I mean, it's it's essentially his uh, his almost his G2 colors. Right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so... I think it's absolutely ridiculous. And, and the reason why this one looks so good is they said because a lot more paint apps have gone into this. So we all know that exclusives can have lots of paint apps yes. and mass can't. Yes. So yeah. if that's the reason why they went with this, I can understand. But yeah, I mean, this is... I mean, this is really important to me. It's, I mean, again, it's uh, Soundwave, Ultra Magnus, and Bruticus. My favorite Decepticon, my favorite Autobot, and my favorite Combiner. You know, and th- sure. this is like the first of its kind for for Hasbro to do these deluxe yeah, transformers to do into a combiner. Five different, five yeah. different characters instead of like the the Energon. Uh, once where they you know use the same mold twice on right. it. Yeah, got one of those right now. So <laughs> I was told not to play with it. It's <laughs> hard. <laughs> so the next thing, another Comic Con exclusive, is Rust in Peace <laughs> slash Terracon Cliff Jumper. That's yeah. right. And this thing is amazing. So of course it's the it's the um, first edition cliff jumper mold. Yeah. So everybody can shut up about that, <laughs> including me. I'm I'm very happy that we're getting this um, battle damage. Uh, very cool uh, remolded head, and I I haven't been able to compare it, but I'd assume it's the same head that. The Takara release is doing. I, I believe so. It's just not. It's not transparent purple. Yeah, yeah. it's actually red and yeah, and very yeah. badly damaged. Yeah, it actually looks like the one from the show. So because you can see here, this is the show render, right. and then yeah. that's the product shot. Now this extra piece they include is really cool. The Dark Energon pieces. I think there's oh, two. Oh yeah, there's yeah, two yeah. Pieces. It's going to include Dark Energon pieces. That you can shove into his chest. Yeah, there's one chunk I think, and then there's a bigger piece that you can shove into his chest, and it it looks like the energy is like spreading throughout his core. Yeah, yeah. So if anybody wants to get me any of these exclusives? Oh yeah. <laughs> at Optimus Andy on Twitter. <laughs> So uh, the box is very cool. Again, it's it's an outer and an inner box again. Oh, shit! Right there, 2012. Oh, that. Th- God, God damn it! Fuck. I mean, <sighs> darn it, me. All right, I, I, I am literally 
I am going to have like a floating day off of either Monday or Tuesday whenever these are going to go on sale. And I am going to fucking, I'm going to set up all three of my laptops in front of me. I'm going to, I'm going to work this shit. It's, it's really so these are 2012 exclusives. Yeah. Um, so gorgeous box. Um, the outer box is a battle damaged. Would you say that is so. chest? Chest. chest? Yeah, chest. So you open that up, and then you get uh, his head. So his battle damaged head. And what they said about the head was they literally took the the CG models. Right. And made it based directly on that, so it's identical to the show again for being a box. Well, and one of the the other the other added features to that is once you remove the head from the box, you can it, it sets up as the head in the chest. Yeah, so, so you get, you get oh, kind of like a bust I didn't. Kind of look. Sna- yeah. I heard yeah. something Zombie and I didn't bust. put that together. So yep. yeah, that makes sense. So great exclusives this year. Oh yeah, God, I can't believe they're this year. <laughs> I thought it was weird that they were announcing next year's already, but I had hoped. Um, most of uh, all of these new releases are going to be hitting in August, so you can watch for those after Comic-Con. Uh, they did do a little bit of Q&A. No announcement today about War for Cybertron Dinobots, but all five are definitely doubtful. So they pretty much said, yeah. you're going to be getting Grimlock. And and that's what I was speculating sure. might be Soundwave's casemate is right. a is a Voyager Grimlock. How awesome! I that hope be. so. Yeah. Wow. And then uh, and then like we said before, MP10 will be a true exclusive here in the states. Um, again, same question we get every year. What about uh, Springer and RC? Classic Springer is on the short list, and RC is not likely because it would be confusing to kids uh, with the current Prime RC incarnation. So that's not likely once again. Yeah, again, yeah, for the 10th year in a row. Um, Ironhide probably won't show up in Prime, but he will probably show up in other places. Yeah. Right. So that's weird because we've already got a generation's Ironhide. So it's War not for Cybertron, perhaps, or uh, Fall of Cybertron. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Could maybe be. that. Could be. And that would still be the generation's line yeah. to fill that. Fo- Again, they obviously they obviously didn't reveal even half of the generations no. that they were promising promising us for yeah. 2013 so i guess we have to wait oh. till comic-con sorry guys all the rest of them are legends <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's i mean well and i mean you think about uh you think about uh sound that's that if you it's four of the generations figures if you include the legend minions yeah, yeah that's four and then we've already seen prime jazz Bruticus. Shockwave. 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 Now, yeah. you would, are they, I wonder if they're considering each one of the, the Bruticus. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah. they're going to stretch it any way they can. Okay. So, so, I mean, yeah. I mean, best case scenario, even once they've hinted at, we've, we've seen or heard of 20. Which is so a pretty about, damn good amount for generations. Yeah. So Again, to me, it's a little bit of cheating. That yeah. almost every single, if not every single one of them, it. Oh, I bet you they consider that prime. 
generations. So all of them except for that Prime are War of Cybertron. Yeah, yeah. I guess that'd be true. So, um, but uh, the one last the one last question that I thought was worthy was. Uh, uh, people asked about more combiners, and they basically said that uh, Bruticus will be the tell on that. Yeah. Um, my my concern. So buy it. Yeah, everybody buy this right now. Now my concern is is if if they don't do the case distribution right, and we end up with peg warmers because people can't get an entire set of five. We end up with. Because the way they space them out, we end up with two that are extremely hard to get and three that peg warm because people aren't going to pay 50 bucks for two each. Right. Yeah. And, and, and buy the other three at 10 bucks a piece, knowing that unless they shell out that ridiculously high amount. Well, you know? and the way the distribution has been going for the last year and a half, it does make you a little nervous. Well, but Transformers have been pretty good as of late, at least. Joe and Star Wars, in my opinion, are extremely shoddy right now. Yeah, but, yeah. but I mean, everybody that wants a Prime Soundwave should be able to get a Prime Soundwave or yeah. a Wheeljack or an RC. I've seen those countless times. Oh yeah, well, so the, the, they're still short packing the uh, the the, the RC and the Ratchet or Soundwave one per case. Yeah, I've yeah. seen him a lot though. I've yeah, seen him he's starting to show up, but. What, I think yeah. what will be the real tell is how readily available the Viacon is. Yep. Because oh, Viacon's yeah. going to be short-packed in a case that has reissues in it. So it's going to have figures we've already gotten. Right. And then what's his casemate? Knockout? Yes, so Knockout it, and Viacon and then... And then I bunch of bumblebees. <laughs> yeah, I should say yeah. probably bumblebees. Twenty but bumblebees. E- but even knockout is two in that case, and the Viacons one. Which makes no sense because he no, should be a true builder. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm worried about. I'm worried about Transformers fans being like, "It's finally my time. I can troop build." Yeah. You know. But anyways, okay. Um, wow, we are going extremely long as usual. We're an hour and thirty. All right, that was the, that was the Hasbro <laughs> panel. Uh, let's see here. Um, are we still on Saturday? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's do a real quick recap of Peter Cullen because again, it's it's i've seen it many times what did you think this was your guys's first time seeing a peter cullen panel um very emotional touching really for me anyways uh it really let us kind of see how much he uh his character and his voice has impacted some of these people and their lives and that was very interesting to me he, yeah, is, a, he is the one that people get most emotional about. I mean, I've seen girls cry, uh, you know, that kind of shit. You almost saw me cry. But, <laughs> no, it, it, it very much so is, is a very... It, it's almost a spiritual experience. Um, you know, the the clout that he has, it's just... You know, he, he's, he is Optimus Prime. No. And as, for as much, you know, the Q&A... Then the session was just pretty much just appreciation for who he was and it what really he's was. done to them. And, um, you know, if anybody's listening that works with him out there, 
he should do some self-help books. Yeah, he really should. But he should I read him as Optimus Prime. Yeah, I mean, it blows your mind how, how awesome he is. But Yeah. So. Definitely worth it. You missed a little bit of the Hasbro brand panel because we had talked about the uh, lottery system they yes. were doing with Colin. And first BotCon. <laughs> and first. Peter. First autograph. Uh, was Peter Cullen. Yeah. Um, I was one of the lucky 125 people that, that got to actually shake his hand and get an autograph. And, uh, wow, I turned into a little girl real quick. <laughs> I, I think you cheated. <laughs> I did. It was rigged. <laughs> yeah. So that was awesome. Unfortunately, like the one thing that would have been perfect for him to sign... Left it in the car. And not at the show. And not at the show. It's, it's always when you say, it's oh, all. it's just not likely at all. Because, well, happens. you know, I, I don't, I never win stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Figures. But, hey, it's my first BotCon, my first badge. And, uh, man, I got, the, I got the picture to prove it. Yeah. You know? And you have a good idea of what you're going to do with it. What it you, um, I thought right, that was I'm a really cool actually idea. Actually, frame the, the, the badge, the picture, and the autograph together. And uh, write the year. Yep. So I think it'd be really cool. Yeah. Along with a Along shot with of Optimus Prime. A shot right? of Optimus uh, Prime's face. Some yes. artwork yeah. for it. Yeah. Something very stoic. Yeah. Might even put your. Uh, you got a large enough. Do you have a large enough scanner to. Ooh. You have a large enough scanner to downsize the print that you got from the IDW artist? Um. Or you could even yeah, actually you could I do. piece, I have access it, to one. piece yeah. it together and then mm -hmm. shrink that down mm -hmm. for the artwork. That would be cool. But yeah, it, um, it, man, it, it, I just can't describe how awesome it is to meet him. <laughs> man, it's cool. You got to touch his hand. You made skin-to-skin -skin contact did, with, like, your childhood hero. His hand I was smells very terrible, but you. I haven't washed it since. Nah. <laughs> it's looking a little brown and... You know. <laughs> There's dangly things on it. <laughs> a couple mushrooms. Okay, that's gross. It's all natural. So besides that, we also had a, a special guest appearance from one, from the one and only Saber, or as he's called now, Bruticus, and not as in the Transformer, as in uh, as in the Gladiator movie. <laughs> and uh, um, so yeah, Bruce showed up. So you guys got to got to meet my fellow uh, uh, botcon attendee for the last three years. Very cool, very nice guy. Very nice yeah. guy. Enjoyed meeting him, talking to him, and uh, we had a good time. Yeah, it, it was fun. He was a he was a hoot. Yeah, he was, he was giving yeah. Tyler a little bit of shit because uh, Tyler and I both bought uh, Encore Metroplexes, yeah. <laughs> and and even now that he doesn't collect, he's he's still he's still <laughs> very angry at any encores, any knockoffs, any third party stuff. I don't so. care. I'll God, take I, my I chunky can Transformers where I can get them. That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna apply my saying. own stickers, and it's gonna be you know. Personally, mine. Exactly. Kind of like you mentioned Encore, and he starts sweating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See the this and not in a nervous pulsing. way, and no. you know it's all veiny and stuff. <laughs> yeah, kind of. A, oof. So, uh, so that I hung out with him during the Peter Cullen panel, just because I've been to three of them now. But uh, um, we just kind of walked the room, you know, shot the shit, and then. Um, later that night was the Hall of Fame event. Yeah. 
So, as everybody knows, you have to have a Primus package right. to get in the Hall of Fame event. Uh, so, let's just say we kind of worked the system a little bit, and Sabertron yeah. got to enjoy a hall of a free meal and and the Hall of Fame of it. Some smooth operators, <laughs> but of course they were missing for about twenty minutes, and I thought. There's a number of bad things that could happen. I know. Yeah, I thought yeah. they were being beat up by a dumpster somewhere. <laughs> doubt it. No, we were just trying to space it out. We were just trying to make it as 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 uh, less obvious as possible. Um, but the Hall of Fame dinner is kind of shitty. Um, <laughs> it was it was really tight. Everybody was really yeah, packed really in there. Um, unlike in past years where we got to eat. And they're like, okay, we're going to start the the event. Literally, in the middle of most people's dinner, they started the event. Right. Yeah. So you had dishes clanking. You had, and and this is to um, this is to the praise of the wait staff. Yeah. They were just ridiculously active. So you just oh, had yeah. people and walking in front of you constantly. I mean, it was nice because they were clearing plates and getting yeah. you new stuff, you know, and that it, kind of stuff. It, it, but. Was, it was great to be a part of that, but yeah, it's amazing how much, you you know, they're either going to have to split this thing up or not do dinner yeah. because it's, uh, it, was, it, was, it was tough. Yeah. yeah. They were tight squeeze, man. Those those that weight staff, they were just constantly trying to squeeze through, stumbling, you know, trying to get their stuff done, but it was difficult with so many people in there. Food was good. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah uh wild rice stuffed chicken breasts. Yeah, the mm. colorful kind. <laughs> and vegetables. Yeah, vegetables. It, mm. the vegetables were were weird because that uh they had uh tomato in it which I love cooked. But so they had squashes, and those were severely undercooked, undercooked. Yeah. and then the tomato was se- severely overcooked. But the potatoes were really good. I yeah. thought those were like perfect. Yeah. Um, and then a good old uh, strawberry cheesecake yep. for yeah. dessert, which was well. good. Um, so the Hall of Fame event itself uh, was very cool. Um, um, of course, we got standing ovations uh, when they introduced Colin, mm-hmm. even though he didn't actually talk. They just introduced him, right. and then, yeah. um, and then a very cool standing ovation for Chris Lada's daughter. So if you're a regular listener, you know I totally put my foot in my mouth and lost tons of geek points by uh, uh, thinking Chris Lotta was still alive when he passed away uh, almost 18 years ago. 94? 94, right? Yeah. They had a really good video put together with him, for him yeah. with yeah. other actors and things, just reminiscing and talking about him. Yeah. And you really got a sense for the man, and it was a good video, and... Uh, mostly oh, Colin and Walker yeah. reminiscing on, on yeah. Starscream yeah. and and how he voiced uh, not only Starscream but Cobra Commander as well. Exactly. Yeah. And, and from what they said, you could really tell this guy put his all into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that that was good. Um, let's see. Uh, Wheeljack won the fans' choice. Fans choice winner. Yeah. And uh, I really want RC to win. And I'm really sad that this is such a boys' club that it's going to take getting a lot of the other guys in there before she ever wins. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
uh, Bruce was he thought it was kind of bullshit that uh, Beast Wars Megatron was separate from Megatron you know and, and I kind of agree with him it, and, and his point was if they share the same name it's it the, same the same character, character. yeah you know right? Uh, you know, same thing with. So, what are we going to have next year? Are we going to have Armada Optimus Prime is going to be a, you know. Yeah, that could get confusing. Yeah, real fast. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, so that was a little weird. But the videos were great, as sure. always. This was the first time you guys probably have seen one, right? Because yes. yeah. you're not supposed to record them, of course. Uh, Bruce recorded them the first year we went. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literally just holding his cell phone up. I'm like, you're not supposed to be doing that, dude. He's like, I don't care. Let him tell me to stop. Oh, you know? Damn. <laughs> so, uh, so what did you think? Did you guys, uh, Tyler Tron? What did you think of him? I really enjoyed it. I thought they did a, did well with what they could find for each character, and they cut it pretty pretty interestingly. I I thought some of them were pretty funny and some of them were pretty good. And I enjoyed it. I had fun. Plus, I got to eat while I watched it, so that was kind of <laughs> nice. Yeah, food's kind of scarce around there during the day, man. Uh, I needed some meat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, protein really helped. That's what I really sure. needed was some vegetables because no, I, I don't think I've had a couple of those in a few months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a he's my Twinkie guy. Yeah. Anyways, Ramen no, um, it was it was a it was a good event, and I. I um, I thought it was classy, you know. It, it kind of felt nice to be part of that community, and it didn't feel yeah. like a, you know, it it it, it had a, a good aura to it, I suppose. No. As yeah. hipster hippie as that sounds, but <laughs> I mean, no, it, it really did, and it it felt nice to kind of put on some nice clothes and go up and yeah. you know, hang out with the big kids. Yeah, it's definitely a little different feel for it, and it was nice. So after that, we did the uh, gambling night. Oh wait, um, they also inducted uh, Simon Furman that night. Oh yeah, as the yeah, human, that was the uh, other human, human, human uh, inductee. And I forgot who were the the automatic inductees. It was uh, Shockwave, Grimlock. Was Grimlock? Oh yeah, Grimlock was one yeah, of them. Was and what there. was the other one? Jazz. They do three. Jazz. Yeah, Jazz. Yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we did a casino night. And of course, fucking five bot cons. And I forgot it four times now. I forgot my <laughs> gambling credits. Um, but uh, uh, actually, these guys were nice enough to kick Bruce and I down some chips. Um, so basically, we all got a lesson in playing blackjack by a very nice old lady. Hey, Judy, if you're out there, we love you. Yeah. <laughs> she was amazing, <laughs> even though Bruce was giving her a hard time. Oh, that was hilarious. Yeah. Well, he did invite her up to the room later. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. She had uh, some fun there. <laughs> she was cute. Now, before um, we're going to go ahead and take another break, but before we do, we totally... W- remember we were trying to think of what we did Friday night? Yes. Parts party. Parts party. Third party parts party. <laughs> How interesting was that? We went to what five? Yeah, yeah. at least. It's no, the maybe most shady four, but thing I think I've ever done. I mean, it's well the TFs. It's starting off with TF Source. That one was really weird because yeah. they were like in a boardroom and shit like that, like yeah. a little meeting room a little meeting where room. they had. Yeah. 
Yeah, that one was weird. And they were being very sketchy about it. Like they were saying, you know, make sure you're not carrying these around as you leave our room and it's shit like, like yeah. that. What are we going to do? Get beat up by Hasbro when yeah. they have police yeah. with Nerf guns? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. No, what I thought was interesting was, you know, this is uh, the hotel down here, the Hyatt. It, it's it's big and there's, there's a couple towers mm-hmm. within it. And, yeah. you know, if you, you know, we, we traveled down hallways and corridors and stairs following a one-legged man at times. Yeah, it was and like it, a maze. It almost sounds surreal, really. Yeah, it was but, like um, the labyrinth. It was a little like the labyrinth. <laughs> there were a lot of creatures there, huh? Yeah, there were quite a few <laughs> yeah. of them, actually. But, um, yeah, we ended up going to uh, five of those, found some good pieces here and there, and uh, yeah. got to see... Uh, um, third party from Mastermind Creations. Oh, um, that was oh, yeah. Cyclops yeah, like. and the five inch uh, Screech. Screech. Yeah, Air the, Screech the Hearts, Hearts of Steel, Steel Starscream. So, yeah, that was cool. And they also had their, uh, their uh, what are they called? Master Shooter Target Masters. Yes. The prototypes yeah. of those. Those weren't that impressive just because they're Target Masters and they yeah. were white prototype so you couldn't really see a lot of detail on them uh, also they had the power core combiner bruticus upgrade set oh yeah the tanks and the, right. the world war ii tanks and jets well, what i what you know this year has Excuse it's me. been huge controversy with with having you know no third-party stuff on the floor and robot kingdom was pretty much like hey, fuck you i'm yeah, putting this stuff on look at this yeah you know stuff. yeah uh robot kingdom had a hercules at the back of their booth <laughs> Right. So yeah. you could see it. Uh-huh. Um, and it was lit up. Yeah, yeah, they were they were selling the what it it's LED called like lights? the I yeah, they they have a name for the product. It's like the Eye of Rage or something like yeah. that. But anyways, it is Dr. it's Dr. Wu, I believe. Yeah, they're they little tiny LED lights, um, a black one that has a red LED that you can pin behind the head to light up the light uh, piping. Five millimeter port? Yeah, yeah, the pegs. Yeah, because those five millimeter pegs are all over those uh, Hercules figures. Right? Yeah. So then it, they also had the blue ones that could act more like... Uh, uh, like spotlights for the actual construction vehicles yeah, and right. shit like that. I got Still two of cool each of those. Accessory. So good deal on those. Good deal. On those. Yeah, because you guys have the Hercules coming, right? Yeah, it's he's coming. On the way. He's on the water somewhere. Yeah, yeah. They don't share much, but they're sharing. <laughs> you yeah, guys are splitting you that. Know, when when it comes down to you know needing cash and if it's just a really big project, sometimes we'll team up like this and we'll work together to get it. Yeah, so teamwork. They, <laughs> oh yeah, teamwork. <laughs> so Robot Kingdom also had uh they had their own exclusive. They had the uh, uh what perfect effect perfect King effect. King King yeah, King yeah. Special Bat. Re- kind of a special repaint. A black, a shadow yeah. King yeah. Bat. Shadow King Bat. Essentially. Um and they kept that out on their table for most of the they time. They did. Yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> He was kind of in a little corner, which was kind of funny. So yeah, yeah. it's like he got in trouble. Maybe not, not only did he have the prototypes for the Power Core Combiner Bruticus, but he also had the prototypes for the RC. That they oh did. yeah, oh that. that's right. I, that you nice. know what? I didn't see it, but you took pictures I of took it, pictures. right? Apparently, so, post those the up, legs, listen. like the the bottom portion from the calf to the foot, is diecast. Yeah, and it was painted. Really, and it yes. looked pretty good. 
See, it's at a hundred bucks though. Does it yeah. look good for a hundred bucks? Hell yeah, it looks good for a hundred bucks. Well, really? from yeah. not because we haven't gotten one from Hasbro. I mean, I'd pay a hundred bucks for it. Well, and well but we had we have gotten motorcycle RCs. It's not a car this RC. A it's movie. a motorcycle this is RC. More to stuff, the IDW RC yeah, recent. Like the swords. Um, she comes with swords, mm. and uh, her her uh, articulation is is strong enough. She can actually be posed pulling the sword out of her sheath in the back. Yeah, oh, nice. I like I like this because I think I know we've had the Prime RC, but most of the RCs that we've gotten them have been these movie ones and. Unless it was like the movie preview one that actually was bipedal, that was the only one I really liked. Like these, these one, these uni wheeled things are just not not my stuff. I want I want more of the classic RC, and I I'm willing to pay the price to get it. Nice. Um, let's see. I think that's pretty much it. I mean, yep. like I say, the parts party there, you know, you had lots of KO. I had mm-hmm. to keep myself from, from buying a KO wild rider, a KO battle tanker. Yeah. Um, I, I just wasn't, yeah. All the third party parts party, uh, parts parties that we went to. I bought an official transformer, an eight dollar <laughs> official transformer. This so. Looks like slap. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> all right, let's go ahead and take a break. I know we're running long, so we're gonna get into Sunday after this, and then just kind of go over some of our general thoughts about the con, the exclusives, our favorite thing, our worst thing. Um, so hopefully we'll get you out of here in under two and a half hours, but hang in there for us. Um, especially at the end, that's going to be some of the best stuff. So peace. <laughs> guys welcome back uh we're gonna go ahead and get into sunday now we're gonna go through this pretty quickly because sunday's always a little boring sunday 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 not quite as quick as the hasbro panel yeah god that was that was like an auction (laughs) (laughs) One thirty in the morning we are delirious yes exactly yeah i have to i have to catch a plane in four hours which i have to leave here in an hour and a half to do this motherfuckers a trooper yeah <laughs> jesus all right so we did get a cool panel it sans the uh sans the uh technical difficulties unfortunately and of course mm-hmm. it affected the person that was probably least <laughs> amused or least tolerant about yeah. it but uh uh so we got be in the city two Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Uh, so this was a script reading by all of the voice actors that were there. So you had David Kay, Gary Chalk, Dan Gilvezon, Buster Jones, and then uh, Chris Lotta's daughter is actually a budding, or or at least trying to be a budding voice actress. Voice actress, right? Yeah. Um, so she was up there too, and and 
literally every single mic had an issue. Yep. And it was the first panel of the day, which just kills me that they wouldn't test those. Yeah. So you were thinking they were battery. You have you have a you have actually an official audio visual, uh, audio visual education. Yes, so and deal with it on a daily basis. Um, generally with those things, I mean, it's always a good a good plan to check your cables and check your yeah. batteries because they were that just going shit totally crazy. ruined that panel for me. Yeah, yeah. it did. I uh, there were a few funny parts. But yeah. yeah, as far as being able to like piece the whole story together mm. and stuff like that. Well, if your voice wasn't David K mm. or, or Gary Chalk, yeah, yeah, could, it really didn't go it. through. Yeah, Chris Lada's daughter wasn't projecting well right. enough. Um, Gil Vazan had well, they you all had bad mics. Yeah, they yeah. all had bad mics, and then as each one would talk, they would swap them out with wired mics. Right. Um, because they're all using wireless mics. Um, but unfortunately, Gilvazon took a little bit of time to get swapped out. And Busters, they never swapped his mic out. No, and, so you could barely, it was, it was barely audible at all. Yeah, and literally the last page of, the, or maybe I shouldn't say literally, but probably the second to third last page of the entire script is where. Chris Lotta's daughter finally like was handing well, him her mic, you right. know, for yeah. him to say his lines because you couldn't hear him. And I think if he would have spoke louder and clearer, we might have been able to make it. I mean, at, at first, I literally thought it was an effect because it first right. happened to Chris Lotta's yeah, right. daughter. And and it literally kind of sounded like sound wave, yeah, you know, yeah, like a, bit of a radio static frequency. But yeah, I tell you what, you know, if if I were, you know, TFC putting this thing on, hire somebody to do run the technical part. Of yeah, this. it's yeah. it's. I think that's Brian Savage's son. The Justin Bieber looking dude? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or it's one of their sons. Yeah. I mean, he again. I've seen him there every year. You know, I saw him when he was probably 12, mm-hmm. and now he looks like he's probably 17, 17. or something. Well, but, and, uh, and, you know, I don't want to come off as pompous, but, you know, this is this is something that everybody needs to experience. And, and yeah. you have technical difficulties standing in the way. That it just it runs it for everybody. But this is part of life. It happens on your cast. It happens everywhere. Yeah. yeah. But if you've got somebody that knows how to fix that, do it. You know, find that person. You definitely need to get somebody in there. To uh, be able to troubleshoot this stuff because this is really important to a lot of fans. I mean, if this may be, you know, the panel that they come to that they they were waiting for this one, and you don't really want to disappoint them. I mean, yeah, the script reads always one of the most popular, and and I was looking forward to it a lot. Yeah, and and we'll see if they actually do this, but uh, they said that it would be up on YouTube within the next two weeks. So you can go to their page and find their YouTube channel, you know. Um, but I almost, and I don't think it's not going to be up there because uh, because they don't do what they say. It's, I think once they sit down and listen to it, they're going to be like, we don't want to put this up there, yeah. you know. Yeah, it you can't. Just, it's, it's just not usable. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe it was being picked up better. Again, I don't. I would I would hope they were recording it through the board, 
and not because they said YouTube. I would hope the sound was being recorded through the board, but I doubt it. I bet it was just a video camera or something like that. Right. Yeah, that's going to be terrible if yeah. that's the case. That's just not going to be good at all. Exactly. So we'll we'll see. Maybe you'll get to see what what we were hearing. Um, next up was uh the activision panel for fall of cybertron yes very cool yeah again nothing groundbreaking right nothing really really 100 percent new but we did get to see a couple new characters yeah if we they had a lot did of good we? steel they had a lot of good stills and we stuff. saw um well, at least one that i i remember was uh cliff jumper oh yeah yeah yeah, cliff yeah, yeah, jumper. yeah cliff jumper got real cliff jumpers uh you know still has that you know, War for Cybertron game look, but also has uh, Transformers Prime aesthetic with the head. Yeah, they yeah. they one thing they really touched on was trying to mesh the timelines and kind of make their characters look as if they had aspects to them and their weapons that could have been refined in in Prime and stuff to look the way they do. Yeah, like the timeline is is evolving with all of it. Yeah, they said they they made a conscious effort to make sure that Prime and and War for Cybertron, Fall of Cybertron, would work together. Yes, yeah. the continuities need to stay the same. A um, couple of the mechanics in the game that um, are going to be nice are going to be that these weapons are are kind of character specific yeah. when they start the game, and you will be able to they have it does have an upgrade system. Yeah, you'll within which will be pretty that. cool for gamers out there. And. I personally love character customization, and they're supposed to have a ton of character customization yes, stuff on this. they announced multiplayer. Yeah, yeah, multiplayer with design your own Transformer. Right. Which, you know, when the game was announced, they didn't even mention multiplayer. Yeah. Made a lot of people nervous, actually. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so that was pretty much that panel. After that, uh, you guys didn't go to this, but uh, um, after that was Simon Furman. Yes. How was so, your Furman panel? It, it was good. It was just him, so that's that's always a little tough to pull off, you know. Um, not a ton of new information. He kind of talked about uh, um, talked about old projects, you know. He had some slides uh, from what was planned for uh, sequels past the eighty of the Marvel run. Yes. Um, and that kind of stuff. So, but again, nothing that I'm just like, Oh wow. I can't believe they're not here to see this or anything. Right. Uh, well, we attempted to go down to, uh, get in line for some autographs yeah. from the, from the voice actors. And you got capped. We got, well, it was capped when we got down yeah, there. So then we just threw a whole bunch of money that. at people. It was full. <laughs> Definitely full. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so you guys bought a, a crap ton. Um, oh yeah. So and, and that's pretty much. So the rest of Sunday for me was uh, shooting cases uh, for the videos and photos that I always post up after every con. Um, uh, War for Cybertron demos where they're giving out posters. I uh, went and got my uh, reserve my Jagex uh, multi. Uh, massive multiplayer online game name 
<laughs> you just wanted the poster. I was yeah. going to say, well, I didn't even know you got anything. I just <laughs> wanted to see how the process worked. Sure. Um, what was cool is I got to speak with uh, Lanny for about, because there was a line for it. And uh, I got to speak with him for 10, 15 minutes. And he's the, uh, um, what's his or was it Pete? I always get Lanny and Pete mixed up. Anyways, I got to speak with the guy that does all of the uh, Photoshop renders of the characters to work out the color schemes of the new toys. That's cool. Yeah. He, does, uh, he doesn't do the artwork, but he does the design portion of the box art and exclusive art and all that he's also webmaster he's official uh digital guru essentially for for them um and yeah shopping so shopping and and i know you guys shopped a lot so (laughs) so let's go ahead and get into some toys uh first let's go ahead and talk about now we're running a little short on time so why don't you pick your three favorite pieces that you bought excluding the exclusives yeah all right uh the the pieces that i bought that were my favorite i uh i ended up with mp11 masterpiece starscream with the coronation set um been uh, really excited about this figure since they announced it because I never got the opportunity to own the uh, the Walmart version of Masterpiece Starscream. Oh, okay. This one is a different sculpt. This one has a uh, different head. But what was interesting about this figure is that the actual prototype, when they announced the Masterpiece Starscream years ago, is actually the one that they released in this MP11 set. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's very cool. Um, so we actually get that. Um, my second favorite purchase, I ended up snagging a uh, C310 God Jinrai in, uh, in Power Master Prime for a really good price with the guys from uh, Alpha Prime Toys today. Oh, nice. And uh, Oh, that was from Alpha Prime. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Yeah, so that's... got a good deal on that. It, it literally... Three of my favorite dealers are Mega Toy Fan, Alpha Prime, and uh, Capture, Capture Prey. Prey. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Uh, and then uh, my one of my my uh, tops I've been looking for is uh, I, I actually ended up finally getting the Beast Wars Optimus Primal. Oh yeah, and uh, you know very cool getting that in hand. There's so many hidden gimmicks within that toy that. Uh, you know, if you if you if you're even considering get you know looking at that or, or doing it, man, pick it up. It's it's a lot of fun. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I say, I I hate realistic animal alt modes, and it's and okay. It's okay. <laughs> we don't hate you. And I was impressed. I mean, he he has two swords. They store. He has a really crazy like skull mace <laughs> yeah. and and he and it stores he has flip out cannons that shoot missiles yep and they're the big goofy ones where the missiles are really long and and the uh firing part of them is really short so they stick out a far way but even those store not right. in the missile launcher but in sure, a backpack back yeah and, uh... so i was impressed with that how about you tyler tron what was your three favorite things you picked up. All right. My first favorite is my new Sentinel Maximus. I picked that up for what I would consider a pretty fair price from what I've heard and seen on eBay. Very impressive paint deco on that. 
Do you uh, know where the exclusive came from? I yeah, I was going to ask because the box is is really unique. Yeah. Um, it looks like it's a official collector's club exclusive, is what it says. Oh wow! Very small print, but uh, so was this. Yeah. Uh, oh okay, that's only on the club, I guess. I guess it, so. It must be like I say. It, it surprised me that it was American, and I had never seen it before. Um, let's see here. Copyright. Copyright. <laughs> Two thousand four. Yeah. It was yeah, Transformers what, Universe, I guess. Uh, huh. But, uh, Overload has been one of my favorite molds in the past years because I just love the uh, blocky, big blocky Transformers. <laughs> Saber was hating on that so bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, well, he can kiss my ass. So. <laughs> I'll just put my two cents in there. Um, no offense to him. He's a really cool guy. But, uh, yeah. Um, and that'll bring me right into my second one. I bought, uh, I bought the reissue Metroplex. And I should stop hitting that box because it's probably picking up on the audio. <laughs> no worries. But, uh, yeah, Metroplex, one of my favorites. Uh, the, re- the reissues, uh, I, I kind of prefer them because of the joints. The joint quality and stuff is a lot better, and mm-hmm. I can put on my own stickers and stuff. So Yeah, That's stickers nice. are probably the most important thing to me with reissues. Well, cause... and you don't get the extra schmutz. Yeah. yeah, that extra little spot of something you don't know what it was. And then my last one would be the Superion set from Target. I got that, and I'm hoping to get my add-on armor pretty quick to uh, get that all from completed. From Fans Project? Yeah, from Fans Project, and uh, I really like him. It'll, I think it's going to look really good when I get it done, so those yeah. are my three. Nice. Um, let's see. My three won't be too hard, considering I got about six things. <laughs> yeah, this guy was laughing at us the whole time. Oh, yeah. Um, so definitely my first was uh, Encore, Encore Metroplex. So I, I was hunting that all weekend and, and actually had a, a very unpleasant exchange with a dealer about it. Um, but found a really cool dealer to buy it from so there there's a little thing if if you're a dealer be nice to people even if they don't buy your shit right then that doesn't mean they're not going to buy it later but we won't come back it meant i would never buy anything from them again and while while being unique with the way you dress or the way you set up your booth might be a benefit if people like you it's also going to allow me to pick you out every year and make sure I don't buy something yeah. from you. I had, uh, I had a bad one as well. Bad dealer experience. They were kind of kind of rude. Yeah. Really. So, and everybody has bad days and everything, but mine mine was on the first day. So you shouldn't <laughs> be having a bad day on the first day, like the first hour. That's not a good start. <laughs> yeah. Look angry. Um, so uh, my second, uh, second favorite um, would have to be uh, my... See, I don't know if that was really my favorite. Uh I'll call my second favorite the new Kabaya kits that haven't been released. So I here in the States yet, I picked up the uh, the new Deathosaurus, WFC Prime, and Hotspot. 
and then uh, and then all the entire Guardian set to make Gaia Guardian with Hotspot so or Defensor here in the United States, but it's got a couple little war vehicles, which is weird. Cool. But, um, and then see, that's on, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I'm not even going to say the the reissued twin cast because I really just wanted the cassettes. So I would say my third favorite, and more just because it's ironic, is the official Transformer that I bought at the third-party parts parties <laughs> um, was uh, a what I will call a Nemesis R.I.D. Legends Ultra Magnus. So it's cute. It's a yeah. black repaint of the R.I.D. Legends uh, Ultra Magnus. You can put it with your Metroplex. It'd yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, I exactly. Like, I like oh yeah, it'd be the perfect the scale. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because I could even, ramps. and I could put a little mini spy on top of him to. That'd yeah. probably be about the littlest car, yeah. but. <laughs> so yeah, those were my three favorite. Um, as far as the exclusives go, um, the. Uh, two of the sets didn't impress me very much. The uh, um, Octopunch and Spinister. So Octopunch we saw leaked. That's the Sea Spray, the Voyager Sea Spray mold uh, painted as what's Actually, Octopunch? It's deep Dive. What? From, it's Deep Dive? Uh, yeah, it was the called, deep, called dive. deep Dive. No, the vo- the first one was Sea Spray. Oh, the first one was actually Sea Spray? Yeah, yeah the, Deep the Dive white, was the, the repaint. Right. Oh, that dark one. That's yeah, right. the dark, dark one was Deep Dive. Okay. Cool. Oh, yeah, trying to correct to me, motherfucker. You, <laughs> um, uh, so an punch was a Pretender? Yes. Is that right? Okay. Um, and then uh, Spinister, again, I had never heard of him. He was... He was People were happy, very happy. So he must be a com. He must be more prevalent in I the think comics. He's a G2. Um, yeah, I mean, he very definitely has G2 the G two colors. Man, that hot pink on those legs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, then the other one was, um, and I've heard it three different ways now. I think I've heard it kick out, kick over, and kick off. For that jazz recolor. Yes. Um, now I know T2RX6 was very excited about that. He he messaged me and I was able to get an extra set for him. Um, and then the one I was very excited. About, uh, oh, and I'm sorry. He came with the G2 Laser Prime from RTS. He came with a uh, shattered glass version of him, very, and I really like that one. Yeah. So. Um, um, but my favorite and everybody's favorite, yes. it's sold out within the only thing that sold out faster was Soundwave's bandana, which was weird. <laughs> yeah. They, they made true on their word. They sold a $5 little rubber bandana you could put on a uh, shattered glass Soundwave, but, uh, um, they had shattered glass junkions. Yes. Yeah. All three head molds. So if you know the freaking e hobby one goes for like a hundred bucks by itself online, mainly because it has a different head. It does have a different paint scheme too, but so I believe it's the only one without facial hair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
so so that was that was cool. That was probably my favorite uh, of the exclude. Oh, and then uh, and then a shattered glass Straxus. Yeah. Yes. And, and the poet. well, yeah, the, the, the poet. Yeah, they actually called him Dark Mount again because they don't own Straxus, but it was goofy. You can go ahead. Uh, one thing, just wanted to throw that out about the yeah. about the junkions is is they painted them like the insecticons. Oh yeah, yeah. Very awesome. Yeah, you job. kept calling them the insecticons. You're like, like should I buy an an extra insecticon set? It was but, like, they're junkions. I'm like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> my, one of my favorite things is the uh, the actual decals that they put on the like the chest with the with the. Uh, Microchip board kind of yeah stuff. yeah, that yeah. Was cool. and like the throwback to the the yellow cockpits mm-hmm. on the figures where they where they colored the clear plastic was yellow yeah which was very cool I thought that was nice it was cool this is this is uh, uh, him and I's first uh, shattered glass continuity that we've yeah we've oh yeah cause, so it's really cool so the logos yeah. are different and, and yeah yeah so if you don't know. Uh, so Shattered Glass is essentially the evil Autobots and the heroic Decepticons. So they, the Decepticons still have the normal Decepticon logo, but it's red. It's red. And then the Autobots have their Autobot logo, but it's purple. Right. So I always thought that was kind of cool. Um, so the box set, everybody had seen the box set. Yeah, great. I love the Shatterglass Ultra Magnus. I love yeah. the Shatterglass Soundwave, even though it's not the most amazing mold. It looks like it should go um, That's all I'm saying. <laughs> let's see. The Treadshot was meh. What else did we have in there? Um, the Gigatron, I know people bitched about the robot mode of that, but the tank is dead on so yes. i mean that to me that makes up for anything that the head does look very big on his spindly body yeah um but yeah anyways people have heard my thoughts on it is there anything real quick you want to say about the box sets you know seeing it in person for the first time um you know i, I looked at i've been because I, I knew I was going to buy home when they asked it, but yeah. you know, uh, but actually getting to hold it in hand and see it in person, I, I was really impressed with it. It was yeah. a lot more pleased after I got to yeah, hold absolutely. and transform them. And you guys commented on the quality of yeah. the actual yes. packaging, like the foam is beautiful foam, yeah. cut well. The the boxes are very sturdy, very thick, and, well, and the artwork is incredible. Oh yeah. yeah, the artwork is definitely great. It's fantastic. So that was the toys. Uh, so let's, because uh, we're running very late here, let's go ahead and get this wrapped up. Um, uh, Tylertron, why don't you tell us what your uh, most favorite thing was about BotCon and what your least favorite thing was about my, BotCon? My uh, favorite things would have to be the panels. The panels were really good. I enjoy getting all the information and stuff, but also the the human experience, getting to getting to talk to other people who enjoy the hobby, and just be around like-minded people was really nice. Because you know, back in Oklahoma, we we live in kind of a scarce area for for people like us, but uh, <laughs> it w- it was definitely worth it. And you know, the the uh, marketplace, the dealer room was very cool. Uh, I know it's kind of generic, but uh, the lines have to be <laughs> my least favorite. Yeah. And stinky people. 
everybody, there's soap in your hotel rooms. Use it. it it's not hard. Five minutes. Yeah, and, the, and what's magnified is usually when you smell it the most is when you're in line, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. You know, when you're walking around the dealer room, you don't get too much of it. Except today. But Yeah, except today. Yeah, today, like you say. Oof. Yeah. They get a little ripe. Yeah. <laughs> Some guys need to change their underwear sometimes. <laughs> All right. How about you, Optimus Andy? Oh, man. Uh, my favorite thing about this BotCon, you know, aside from actually going, uh, Peter yeah. Cullen. Yeah. Peter, Cullen, no, my I, Peter I, Cullen experience was amazing. Yeah. Mine was amazing the first time, too. And I had to wait. You, had, how long did you wait in line? Zero. I, like, walked in and I was like, Lucky. Oh, it's my turn already. Yeah. So, yeah. A little, little show sock, but hey, it was cool. Yeah. I waited three and a half hours for my experience. So, this I would is say probably that. why they have a raffle now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, least favorite thing about BotCon. You know, there really aren't that many negatives to it for me. Yeah. All right, you got to pick one. You can't cheap out. I'll get well, I'm one not for cheaping you. out. I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> of all the, the average things, but... Put negative dealers on there, you know. Well, yeah, are there are negative experiences in the sales <laughs> room, sure, but there are some positive ones that kind of outweigh that. Well, yeah. Um... But yeah, I think. But probably what what put the worst taste in my mouth was probably honestly, the technical difficulties with the panel. Yeah, that really pissed me off. Yeah, because what we forgot to mention was um, the DVD player they were using yeah. for any any panels that needed to play a DVD. Now, thank God, like Hasbro and the club stuff was all on a laptop. Yes. But if they needed to use a DVD, like for the Mystery Science 3000, um, the animated panel. Oh, I, we didn't even talk about that. I glossed over that Derek J. Wyatt and Vangelist did a animated panel um, it, where they paid the interstitials, the little funny 30-second clips. Uh, <coughs> Damn. Bro, uh, cover your mouth. We're all going to get it. covered my mouth. <laughs> Even though Andy acted like I did it, he was like diving out of the way. <laughs> Watch out, this um, man has germs. The red channel was either out on the DVD player or their cable or something. And so everything that was on a DVD player was gray where it should have been red. And then, of course, almost everything in video has red in it somewhere. So it RGB. affected the colors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, for a video person, I mean, it just about drove me up the damn wall, but I had to calm down and not rage. <laughs> Have some green energy. But it, it almost seemed like in just about every panel, there was some fucking thing wrong with it. But you know, when you not have when you when you don't have a professional service going on, you know, during that with the professional equipment and being able to troubleshoot that is to be expected. Yeah, yeah. Um, so for me, again, uh, it's always cliche for me. It's the people. It's it's not what's at the show. It's the people that you're around. Um, you know, and and not to get too sappy, but it's specifically the people you spend the most time with um you know being able to hang out with you guys (laughs) i mean it it really is and i say this every year because every year um i have a single serving friend (laughs) 
which I had mentioned to Andy that I would explain. So basically where the term comes from is uh, on the mountain when you're snowboarding, uh, it's a lot of times quicker to get up the ski lift if you ride single. Because what they do is, so you have a four-person chair, so you have a singles line. So every every group that has two or three people gets singles added to it, okay? And so um, on the way up, you ask, hey, how, how's your day going? How's the snow been where you're at? You know, do you know where there's good pockets of powder or anything like that? And, and it's just referred to as a single serving friend. Hmm. And, uh, and while, while I use that term a little bit loosely when it comes to the con, my single serving friends for the cons have turned into some of my best friends. Um, so I, I mean, and, and most specifically Saber, which uh, Bruce, which we got to, we got, I got to share a lot of time with him this time again, even though he was only going to come for a couple hours. So that was very cool. And now I feel that I've made two new friends that I, that I will have for the rest of my life. And it just works out really handy that you live in the same city as Bruce. So, but I do have one question. What's a mountain? (laughs) Yeah, this has been so weird. When I had a layover in Oklahoma City, um, um, after they had already left, or after they had already left. So, and then, and then being out here, it is so weird just looking, and you can see all the way around 360. There's nothing blocking your view of anything. Yep, big sky, baby. Um, and then. And then to not be cliche and to be, you know, unfortunately a little bit of a downer on it, it's also the people that make it shitty. Um, Just like in life, there's people that just are unaware of that they're being inconsiderate, whether they're talking during a panel, whether it's a guy taking pictures that has a stupid fucking shutter sound on and needs to take five pictures of every single slide that a panel shows or, or crinkling your food wrappers loudly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Twizzlers. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> Tron's making fun of himself there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got to get in there somewhere. I mean, everybody else. Is. <laughs> and, and, and unfortunately, and I know they're just doing their job, but that goes all all the way up to the staff and the volunteers is use common sense. If you're, if the panel lines capped because you're afraid that you're going to go over your signing time. Great. I understand that. But if there's extra time at the end of their signing time, people should be allowed to wait in line. And you know, because I got lucky, the guy said, just you and two or three more people came and said, why are you standing here by yourself in the line at, off to the side? Mm-hmm. And I explained the situation. And you were like, I'm slick favorite, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and this kind of pissed me off, too, because they shouldn't have done this either. They, they went over and said, why not me? Why can't I do this too? Right. So, so it's both the staff saying, no, you can't do it. And it's these people saying, 
it's not fair that somebody else gets to do something. And, and it's a thing of life isn't fair. I lucked out. I hovered. I asked very nicely. I thanked both the staff and the volunteer profusely. Like the volunteer was just like, okay, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> I let you stand there. That's it. But uh, so, yeah, I mean, it, it really is. It's the people both ways. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's totally the people, and, and I think everybody that at the, that's at this con, whether it be the volunteers, whether it be the fans, we're all here to appreciate the Transformers. We're all yeah. here to appreciate that world and the community that's involved. And, you know, if anybody wants to be an asshole about it, that's the thing they're going to come back with. Yeah. Know, hopefully that their positive experience outweighs it, but, you know, I, I don't be militant, you know? Yeah. It's, um, you know, what's Whedon's rule? Don't be a dick. Yeah, d- don't be a dick. <laughs> All right. Dick. So let's let's end the show. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop topic stop talking for once and and really quickly because we're at two and a half hours. Uh, why don't you guys give your thoughts on your your first spot con? Is it a good con for the casual Transformer fan. I mean, it's obviously a great con if you're hardcore, but yeah. um, as as hardcore fans that you guys are, what are your thoughts on it? And then do you recommend it for the casual fan? Sure. Well, for the casual fan, it depends on what kind of casual fan you are. I mean... It's kind of a it's kind of a high cost to go to this thing if you're if you're looking for like a Primus package and stuff. I mean, it it depends. If you get like the smaller packages, I think it'd be perfect for the for the casual collector if it's if it's close. You know, wouldn't really have to go out of your way or anything. But like uh, the general admission, yeah, like general just going like the twenty or, buck a day. What or, is it like an Iacon package that you can? The, well, the Protoform is still it's still one hundred and fifty bucks, ah, yeah, and dude. you don't even get to do all the events. You don't get yeah. to do the Hall of Fame event. That's the thing. I don't know. It, casual collectors, I kind of think it it wouldn't be so great for, but uh, just yeah. mainly based on price. Yeah, though, right? mainly by, based on price. But if you could, I think it'd blow your mind, and it, it's really fun. Uh, me, honestly, the the casual collector, I don't think factors into BotCon. Um, I think if a casual collector, you know, wants anything to do with Transformers, they're probably going to do it on their own anyways. Yeah. A, it costs a lot of money to do it. And, and the other and the other part of that is, is you know, the casual fan may not have the level of appreciation that we do when it comes to these voice actors or it comes to the Hall of Fame or, or things like that. So, yeah. but if you can't experience it, do it. But, it, you know, it is expensive and you have to remember that... It is going to cost you a little bit of money to enjoy each part of this conference. So, hardcore fans, you guys? Hell to the fucking yeah. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Much agreed. (laughs) Hell to the fucking yeah. Well, all right. Well, here's hoping you guys can do five years in a row because, unfortunately, I, I I have pretty much... Pretty much said it, it, that this will be my last big hurrah at least for a while i just 
Got to make sure I can afford a baby before I commit yeah. to another one of oh, these. Oh, they're cheap but, for the first year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> that's true. Then that's you're true. buying I, Transformers for two. <laughs> that's right. Daddy gets a toy and baby gets a toy. So, so uh, yeah, five years in a row. Um, it'll get repetitive. I, I got to tell you that. It'll get repetitive. I it is the same thing. Yeah. Maybe a couple different voice actors, uh, maybe a couple new dealers. Uh, obviously, the toys change every year, so that's at least nice. But even that, I think I'm 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 cool with the shattered glass for a while now. We've gotten that quite a bit, um, but again, it's not the event, it's not the toys, it's the people. I it mean, is. whether it's you guys. Yeah. It, it it's a single serving friend in line, you know. It it's Lanny or Pete or whoever it was, you know. It, it, it's <laughs> it's talking to somebody for ten minutes and 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 understanding why this is great for them, understanding what sucked at the show for them, you know, for the for the staff. They're overworked. They're fans too. They want to enjoy it too. Sure, and they don't get mm. to. You know, because they're doing this amazing thing for us, right? So, um, so I'm going to miss it next year. It, it doesn't mean I won't get the package. I mean, <laughs> I'll probably still get the package. It's just with travel, hotel, dinners, the exclusives at the show. I mean, my my travel room, board, car, all that kind of stuff was still about six to seven hundred dollars. And and as these guys can attest, I do this about as cheaply as I fucking possibly can, <laughs> man. I, I pack lunches during the day, you know. I I I buy very few beers at bars. I carry my own uh, my own spirits with me. It's an amazing <laughs> water bottle. Yeah. But you guys really should see how slick eats a hot link. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> he it's that shit like a man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a perfect entertainment with this guy. <laughs> that's a perfect note to end with. So, thanks for listening to our 2012 BotCon, I guess, uh, wrap up um, yeah. for lack of a better word, a little bit of a cliche. But hey, um, if you hung in there this long, thank you very much. As always, you know I love you, and hopefully, you love these guys. I I know <laughs> I do now. We apologize. Hey, love you too. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we'll see you very soon for episode seventy-three. So, as we, as Mrs. McFavor and I always say, we will see you sooner rather than later, or later rather than sooner. Yeah, what they said. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Peace.